and welcome to the Computer Game Show. My name's David Turner. I'm here with Matt Murray. Hello. Skyping in from the mid to late 90s, it's James Farley. Hello. And no Sean Bell this week. He, where is Sean? He's on holiday, holiday this week. He's on holiday. Yeah, he's yeah. in abroad. Or? No, he's in Slough. He's in Slough, is he? Well, he's in Slough. He's going to Legoland. I mean, maybe he doesn't want to tell me, everyone. And he's off somewhere else, so it's nice. Look at look at Sean jet setting to yeah. Slough. It comes Slough on the motorway. Oh, I travel boy. Oh, um, we, we are joined instead by Leon Cox. Hello, Hi, Leon. How you doing? All right, thank you. Thanks for now f- having me. For, for our listeners who who won't know who you are, um, you are one of the Kane and Rince crew, right? Mm. It's a mm. little podcast we've got going on over there. How's yeah. how's that going? Is it going well? Yeah, just uh, just chalked up our. Uh, 500 and something episode. It's a lot. That is a lot, isn't it? Do you have a party? Nah, nothing. Nothing. We know. We, we, um, since I think since I've last been on this show, we, we hit our 10 year milestone. So, yeah, did you have a party, still... party for that? Mm, didn't do anything really. <laughs> we're, <laughs> we're, 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 we're as bad at promotion and stuff as you are good at it. But are they, you're not doing any reputation for yourselves being boring, though, are you? If you're not celebrating, you say, should we have a party? Nah, best not. Let's cover, let's just see what we're covering this week and just do that. Yeah. Come on, Leon. It's a bit like that. No, Get it's, the streamers um, out, mate. <clears throat> we've been planning on, um, we've been planning on like doing something since we began. And um, <laughs> it's you know, like a year. cane and rinse on cane and rinse. Yeah, isn't it? Well, I mean, play your cards right, mate, and you might be the support act for TCGS Con South. How about that? Oh, hey? yeah. Look at that. Look at his face. He's loving that. Great. He is loving that. Before we continue, we must thank our Patreon producers for this month. They are Aaron Patrick, the QuickBooks chap, Simon Nelson, Jack Oven, Moomin Biscuit, Trans Rights to Human Rights, Dave Ernsberger, Colin Brown. Gazman, happy birthday, Sam and Neil. Gabsy, Rocketman76, Rex Reese, happy new year, Sam, love from Neil. Grey Dragon Claw, Fred Fenge, Smooth Monkey, Don Whiskerando, friend of the show, Colin Smith, and Richard Sawyer. They went full Nelson. What a full Nelson crew they are. You too can go to full Nelson by going to patreon.com forward slash TCGS. Various different tiers. If you want to watch, us play a game, well, try to play a game called what was it? Donkey favorite Funky Town. Ultimate Chicken Horse. Oh, was Ultimate the game Chicken we Horse played. was the game we played. Um, which we should probably talk about what you've been in what you've been playing. We haven't given you a heads up so you could get the footage, Matt. So no, I don't I know mean, what to do about that. But uh, that's let's just fun, not mention it? it. Let's not mention it. <laughs> let's mention it here. What brilliant little game! <laughs> yeah, it's fantastic. So it was my choice this month for La Tournoire. I desperately tried to find for ages a game that none of us have played, and ultimately really wanted like four player split screen. Couldn't really. Did find we talk anything. about how touchy you got about it, Matt? Can we talk? Do we talk? Uh, go in, do we go into that? I don't remember, but you can. I'm very snappy with me, didn't you? When Made was a little that? joke. Made a little joke suggesting that you'd already played it at, oh, right, at, at yeah. TCGS oh God, yeah. Con. Yeah. You went, I can't fucking win. I can't fucking win. I was like, Matt, no one really cares. Come on, mate. No, What's going it, on? I, I, a little I, bit stressed out I, this I week, was, are we? I've, I've been a mess for so long. I was like, yeah, just, <laughs> I, I deleted so many messages because I was going to go on one. I was like, oh, funny. I was like, yeah, just, it's not. No, what, at me? Of, really? of, uh, anyone. It's just been a, a, a weird few weeks. Oh, my um, God. I'd love to have seen no, those messages. It, Can it, you it, send them? It would have been the end of the, the group and probably the podcast. Have you got drafts? Can we? read them out on the bonus show no well no hang on drafts i've just like deleted what i was about to write and then that was it <laughs> what was it was there a fuck you david was there something no, no, like no, that no it wasn't there? that i was just basically like i'm down for do with a down for don't and there's some s in there <laughs> all right bart simpson <laughs> um <laughs> <Cowabunga>, dude <laughs> eat my shorts um 
Uh, but yeah, no, there's there's also the uh, the four power so, fifty sorry, tier. Just remember on that again. So yeah, but we had some technical issues with the stream, and what we're going to do is we're going. I'm going to like get all the footage and edit it together. So there will be a there will be like a video of the of the multiplayer game we play, which was brilliant. It's just there was some stupid technical gremlins in there. Um, yeah, we're thinking about doing a stream separately of it, aren't we? Uh, yeah, I like think we should just definitely on normal play again. Twitch. Definitely, so we'll do that at some point. Um, but yeah, if you're on the £4.50 tier, you get Marvel Calls a week early, and uh, it's a big one this week. If you're on that tier, you get to hear the first Avengers podcast. What's it called? Now, th- this was annoying, because I always thought this was the Avengers Assemble. Oh, yeah, yeah, it is Avengers Assemble, We've yeah. been over this. We've been, Dave, we went over this during the podcast. Did we? Yes, we discussed it in during the podcast as well. I don't think we did, mate. We did, definitely we did. Have right, you right listened back end. to it? No, but I remember it was in my tri- list right. of trivia. There's Your memory is shit. A hundred percent. We definitely talked about okay. it. Okay. All right. Well, we're about to find out. Because I know we talked about it in the group. Because in the group, I was like, "Oh, don't you mean the event? Don't you mean?" I think I think I said, "Oh, someone's written Avengers Assemble here," and you're like, "I'm actually in Britain. It was different." Cause yeah, we had, we had a discussion about it, and I yeah. said we talked about it on the show. Definitely. All right. Listen, before we get on with our feedback uh, for the show, I'd just like to say, uh, I'd just like to talk about these games, Fall Guys. What Remains of Edith Finch, Mario Kart 8, It Takes Two, Sega Rally Championship, Duke Nukem Forever, Super Mario Odyssey, Super Mario Maker. All games covered by Kane and Rince recently that uh, I wasn't asked on, which is Mm. weird. I I suppose my first question to you, Leon, is what's your fucking problem? Mm. Um, Well, as I've said before, we we plan a lot of this stuff a long way in advance and we always... We sort of filter through the roller decks of likely candidates. Some of, of those, some of some, some of those candidates, like, should have a gold star next to them, aren't they? Mm, yeah, um, money you know, makers. Yeah, exactly. The whales they they contribute <laughs> in in so many ways, and um, and yeah, and sometimes it you know it filters right down. You know, we're we're shifting that pan that we've scooped up the from the fuck river are you talking about why am i not on these shows what is this <laughs> shift in he, your pan roller he, decks and he, all should have bollocks. Have, <laughs> he should at least been on that duke nukem one he loves duke nukem look yeah, at him yeah, he this, loves this it. is <laughs> this is this <clears> is management <throat> speak leon and i know you hate that yeah it's true we could have um I, I can't remember how many so we always we always have a panel between th- uh, three and four and yeah. um and sometimes you know we get a late dropout but um but um but i didn't i forgot to call you um sometimes and yeah, very, i mean all i'm saying is that as as uh yeah it's just embarrassing for kane and rinse more than anything i don't mind he's been on I more recently than you yeah i don't really give a shit if i'm on to be quite always I'm, that on. Sort of, I'm that sort of guy i don't really care Do you yeah. know what i mean i'm not uh, after the fame i'm no. not after the accolades you won't I'm get it we're still but, waiting for matt to, basically we're make, waiting for matt to complete a game so we can have him on <laughs> once <laughs> And well, then... he's, he's seen a few endings on YouTube, doesn't that count? Yeah, I mean, I, when I saw Night in the Woods, I was like, well, surely I'll get the call now. It's like, wow, okay. It had a really yeah. complicated ending, but I could have explained it very well, Leon. I'm not sure. Yeah, what did you say on frame. the show? It was very confusing. I said, no, I think I said, look, I don't want to spoil it for everyone listening, but let me just say, you know, it's it was it was a really incredible ending. And I, I, yeah, I we want treat to our experience. listeners a bit better than that. So How dare that's, you? Do you? <laughs> Do you? Ow. Uh, uh, Leon, when are you going to do a series or <laughs> I'm pod- sorry. I'm sorry. You don't treat your listeners better by not having me on. That no, would be I treating meant, them well. I meant we fin- as in we finish on. the games and don't lie to them. 
Oh, that's Look, fair. No, that no that's fair enough, actually. Yeah, no, or, or twice. <laughs> when no, are you going to podcast, Leon, on The Room? <laughs> what? Or, alternatively, <laughs> have you done Detroit yet? Oh, uh, <laughs> God, yeah, yeah. I'm afraid we have. Um, yeah, of course But so. yes, it, it did cross my mind. Uh, did anyone see that video mashup of Detroit with yeah, uh, Naked yes. Gun? Yeah, yeah I've not awesome. seen that. Oh, oh, it's absolutely incredible. Absolutely. Okay, well, very well done. They've yeah, even animated that. the little thing on his head. Mm. He's, he's even got mm. the little, uh, yeah, it's good stuff. Class. All right. Well, thank you so much for joining us. You know, it's good you're to welcome, have. and thank you it's for to, not joining good, us. It's good, to give, <laughs> it's good to give the little guys a bit of a platform. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, let them get discovered by a, a real audience. Right, uh, Matt. Can we speaking of the real audience? Can we have their feedback, please? They all loved it last week, guys. Yes, absolutely. Uh, so Don Riscarando, dear sirs, spurred on by Rando. David. Well, I th- is that not like an accent thing? I say Rando, oh, you say hold Rando. On. That's hold on, you pulled me up on that several times. Uh, no, I was the only one to say, is it not just okay? I'm know. gonna get the clip where you had a go at me for that. Oh yeah, <laughs> good. Well, you get the clip, David. I'm looking forward to. I'll get that. the clip then, Matt. You get it. I'll wait. I'll get that and clip. I'll wait. Gone. I've got to say, I prefer well, Matt's pronunciation of it. I think it sounds Ooh. better. Pronunciation. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, I say pronounce. Uh, anyway, Don <laughs> Riscarando. Dear says, spurred on by David's enthusiasm for, uh, for Power Wash Simulator, I completed it myself this week and I've encountered the same bug as John Denton. The subway oh, no level way. refused to complete 100% and upon reloading, reset all of my progress. What is most oh, galling is that this bastard of a game knows what it has done. During the what ending montage, I could clearly see the subway getting completed, then resetting and cleaned again. <laughs> Oh, wow. I can only assume that this is deliberate on the part of the devs and yet another reason why this must be game of the year. I'm looking forward to the inevitable sequel or Star Wars DLC. That's amazing. Don, Don Whiskerando, can you please, please, please get that, like clip that and post it to us? I want to see that. I want to see you clean it and then it resets and you clean it again. Like that, I've got to see that. So if you could just hit the, like get, watch the, um, the time-lapse thing, and then hit the share button and send us that video, because I need to see that. That's amazing. Uh, yeah, what a fucking ball like that is. But I'm with you, James, actually. If I was John, I'd, I I think I would have to go back and do that level again. Yeah, I'd, I'd just have to get it done. I know, I know yeah, there's that risk definitely. of what happens again. It would again. bug me. It would bug me, that would. Like, just really knowing would. that it's there. And it's yeah. just like, and it's not, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. So yeah. You, you didn't ask me for my notes, having not been on the last two weeks, but that's I, fine. I apologise, Matt. I didn't even remember. I, I totally forgot you weren't on the show no, last just, week. Just, just don't care. But I, I mean, I, obviously, both, both shows are brilliant. The first show I had, like, I was going to mention, like, the whole stray thing, but it was, I don't want to go into that anymore. The second, pod, second podcast, my note was... Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. What did you want to mention? Uh, is, well... It, it's not worth going. Well, only we're not go- we're not going to go into it. Okay. I just want to know what you were going to say. It's just that uh, um, on so two podcasts ago when I wasn't here, James was. I think it was like Sarah, it was James, Sarah, Sean, that's and, right, and, and Sean. And James said something about there being like no, uh, like there wasn't any like instant like instant fail modes. And I, I I kind of think that if you get shot by the gun as a cat, it is basically instant fail. Like yes, yeah, you can is. kind of run away, but it basically is essentially you've been seen, you're dead start again uh but i i don't know really if you that. remember the week before you said but you, so you didn't get hit by the 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 taser thing then james and he, he went no went, really well once or twice uh it's what we've it's what we've discovered recently james is a fucking liar um and that's you know 
I, I, the whole world's finding that out now. Yeah, finally. And my, my only note from the second one was, yeah, it's a John Denton thing. Like, hey, how can you put 50 hours into a game and then just because there's a bug, you, you're not going to do another three hours? I That would be... I would just go straight on, or maybe not straight on, maybe I'll give it a night. James Farley's, has James Farley's camera frozen, or is he really that mad? It's I'm hard to, to say. Out. No, no, he's alive, he's alive, he's alive. Right, okay, he's alive, that's good. He's alive. Uh, you right there, James? I refuse to discuss the matter. Go on, move on. Okay. Uh, it's been discussed <laughs> enough. Yeah, it's been enough. discussed, over discussion. Okay. Um, um, yeah, I don't know how he's done. I, I, you know, when I heard his story, I was like, that would probably be me. Turn it off have done with it but no there's no way i could leave it like that i would have to redo that last level yeah there's no way you i could 50 go hours that into long. a game just do that again but take just you know don't rush through it just yeah don't just rush enjoy through it. It. maybe get a mate in to help you i'd have helped him just in that it. final level just enjoy it mate innit? how about you leon would you have left that what's the deal <laughs> yeah if i'd come that far uh, I did play a couple of levels of, of Power Wash before I uninstalled it because I could see where it was heading. Yeah. Really? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. It's too compul- It's too compelling, isn't it? It's just it's, I, I watched you playing it. In fact, for longer than I played it, I think um, yeah. on a stream. And yeah, it's just waiting for the ding. And um, yeah, I was enjoying your. I was enjoying watching you playing it almost as much as I was enjoying playing it myself. But I had, the, I had this weird thing with it because like, I, I hate, I hate it when people say, Oh, this game is pointless or that game is pointless because no game is more or less pointless than any other. Right. They're all ultimately either they're, yeah. they're, they've got a point because you're enjoying them or they have no point because they're not real. Right. So yeah. to say that one game is, has got less of a point than another, I think is reductive, but I did find myself thinking I was showing it to my girlfriend who, do you, do you remember the character in Wally that's called Mo, the little cleaning robot? Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I've yeah, always yeah, called yeah, yeah. her Mo because she is like she is obsessive about floor cleaning right. and stuff like that. So this was a rare occasion where, when I installed this when it came out on Game Pass, I actually said, "Come and I think I've found your game," and uh, and 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 actually you know, showed her this power wash simulator. She punched you in the face. <laughs> <laughs> well. You know, and I did, I realised as I was sitting there that, like, I wasn't doing any chores. And I was just, like, sitting there showing, look, look, here's me power washing a pretend yeah. car. <laughs> and uh, and actually, I realised, like, the litter tray needed cleaning in real life and stuff like that. And so I, <laughs> so I kind of, yeah, I think that's when I thought. Mm, Imagine yeah. doing that with a power washer, though. Just like, and then all the gravel and shit <laughs> it could do just with goes it. everywhere. It could do with it. <laughs> um, Surely yeah, that I, I game mean, is crying out for, like, a level editor to make your own. Uh, I, no, I think there's just going to be a dump of new levels and it's going to kill me because I'm going to have to do it. The Star Wars uh, DLC idea from your Don Whiskerando sounds good. Oh, God, honestly, the DLC stuff, I really, really hope they go down the license route. Yeah. Because, honestly, the, the only Falls and Horses one, <laughs> I, I, I mean, I would play that instantly, <laughs> just washing that fucking Ghostbusters van. Hearse. Uh, Go, yeah, Ghostbusters hearse. Um, Ghostbusters. What else? Just... I don't know, fucking the Goonies. Clean the, clean the fucking cave and the Pirate shit with ship. all the... Yeah, clean sloth while he's going, oh, baby root, and you fucking spraying him in the face. Love it. How good would that be? Come on, get Yeah, get involved, I mean, like, get, the, the get last level being like the Millennium Falcon and it taking, you know, ten times as long as the last yeah, level yeah, yeah. in the main game. Do you know what? <laughs> Do you know what I pray for, right? I pray that this... The, the, the developers, they get all these licenses and every three they announce a new one by... They show like the opening level of GoldenEye and it comes up on a Microsoft stage 
the opening level of Goldeneye, you know, with the music and all this. Yeah. Stuff. Clean and, it. And, uh, and, and then it just goes, comes to Power Wash Sim, like, yeah. like, like <laughs> yeah. a Nintendo do. With, I was uh, just going to say, I would get... love to see iconic video game locations in Power Wash Simulator, yeah. like the Resident Evil Mansion or, you know, oh, just do the whole thing. <laughs> and did just do the whole, do the whole um, bait and switch thing. Yeah, that, they, that, they, uh, they could do like a half, Half-Life 3 style like environment. You're like, oh my oh, God. God. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. You're right, James. Yeah, I'm fine, yeah. <laughs> Just... I think he's still angry about the liar comment. I don't know. It's uh it's weird. I don't like having fuming? the cameras on. I don't like having the cameras on because I could I can see his face and his disappointment. It's um it's scaring me. Okay, we're gonna move on to uh, so Dean <laughs> uh, messaged us last week with a song they had in his head. He oh, that's right. He couldn't work out uh, what it was. I'm gonna play the video again. Um, and so we can we can hear we've got some suggestions and I think we've got some winners but here, here's what Dean said anyway uh, I've got a tune stuck in my head and it goes something like that and I think it's from the game and I don't know what game and it could be Mario, but I haven't played Mario in a long time, and I don't know what it is. Yeah, we got an idea. So, right, the first suggestion was Amused Frog, and they've suggested this. It's not this, but they've suggested the Super Mario 3 castle theme. Nah, that's not it. It's, it's not. And I knew it wasn't because the next um, three messages all had the same answer. Oh, really? Um, yes. So it must be this, <laughs> but it's a weird one. So Colin, just to chip in regarding the song stuck in Dean's head, it's not from a game I know of, but it is the hold music for a third-party company I have to regularly contact through my job. Um, P.S. I was actually okay. listening to the show whilst I was on hold with the company, which made me feel a little bit weird as I was part of something bigger than myself and almost felt like I discovered a secret truth to the universe. Keep up the good work, gang. Then Cameron, American listener here, in response to listener Dean's request to identify a song from a video game soundtrack in episode 314, that tune is definitely music that I've heard while on, ho- on hold on the phone. I've heard it multiple times from a few different companies, <laughs> but I can't recall which ones exactly. Love the show. Keep it up. Daz Brown. No doubt <laughs> this is a hundredth bit of feedback regarding Dean's tune but the moment he started his interpretation a chill went down my spine it's the default slash generic hold music used by many businesses I hear it multiple times a day and I fucking hate it I could do my own edition of the whole thing if it didn't make me want to hit things so I, I can't believe that we have three people who have the same answer. Have we found the whole music, though? I, I, um, I went on YouTube today. I was like, I mean, what do I search for? Whole music? I listen, listen. <laughs> I skip for a couple of, like, there's things like, you know, an hour Green of whole music. And I was like, where do I even begin? Yeah. But if anyone listening recognises that whole music, and obviously th- these three, Colin, Cameron, and Daz Brown did, and if you know it or can record it, please just send it in. Shazam it. send it over to us? We just, need to hear you know, that whole music. Just play it, Shazam it, find out what it is, and then... You know, Shazam, it. <laughs> Shazam it! Shazam it! That was fun! But it's Shazam. Still got Shazam on his phone. <laughs> He's loving it. Playing Shazam um, it. So yeah, I can't believe the fact that Freepool recognised it in its whole music. That was amazing. We need to find that music. We need to find it. We'll try and find it for next week. Uh, okay, cool. Yeah, Brad from Iowa. I just wanted to say it was wonderful to hear John Denton's voice on the pod again. When I first started listening to the show, he was one of, one of the regular hosts, and I don't think I've heard his voice since he 
left and Sean returned. His story about power washing, uh, his power washing sim save was hilarious. And his little joke about James taking six months to put up his curtain made it feel like he never left. And anyway, I appreciate you all and I'm loving Marvel calls. Keep it up. Brad from Iowa. Yeah, I love a bit of Johnny D. Um, we, we, uh, I went to see him. It was his birthday weekend this weekend and we went, uh, I went down to Bournemouth. We went and watched the, um, the AJ fight in, uh, in a sports bar in Bournemouth. That was an experience. I mean, it feels like everyone, you know, it's the first time I've, because really, it's the first time I've been in a place like that since uh, the pandemic, right? I suppose I went, I went to, uh, uh, I did go to a stag do at the start of the year, but we were in this place and it was like, everyone was like way younger than I thought was allowed in a place. There was a guy walking around in a t-shirt. That's the end of the sentence. There oh. was a guy walking around in just a t-shirt. It's called no fashion. trousers on. It's called fashion. No mate. pants on. Just walking around with his his ass and cock and balls out. Sorry about how that. Is that how is how is that allowed? I don't. Sorry about that. Yeah, James is in town. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Like everyone around us was going. How has he not been arrested? Like, how right, is this he's not, not illegal? If he's not touching himself. Or it wasn't aroused. Well, I don't know. Well, I don't know if he was touching himself <laughs> or or aroused. Was it nudity? Is not a crime, mate. Honestly, in this bar, it was ridiculously hot. Apart from this is what was great, right? So John pre-booked a like a private area like ages ago, like when as soon as the fight was announced, <laughs> he got right? one of those, all right. <laughs> <laughs> and we were in this little curtained-off bit. He had aircon, full-on aircon, massive screens. It, it was perfect to watch uh, the boxing in, right? You went outside and it was a sweat box. It was horrible in there, so rammed and people just shouting and screaming. There was football chants going on from different sides of the pubs, all sorts, right? Um, but anyway, in our little um, little corner bit with the curtain, every now and then a few people just walked into like our little space. I was like, oh, it's air in here. This is nice. This is nice. Oh, oh you're all right. Started talking to us. And we were like, oh, I don't want to have to deal with this. So I found a velvet rope and I just put it over the entrance. Not a single person went past that. Oh it doesn't matter how drunk you are. The power. You don't go past the, the, the Take one with rope. you wherever you go. That's the message. I think that's the idea. From now on, I'm just going to carry a velvet rope around. From, <laughs> it's just like so, on a train. Just like, put it up. <laughs> just gonna, well, you can't. It's Entourage Dave. Nothing I could do about it. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think I'm done with going to bars and that. <laughs> like but, yeah, I don't think that's fair. Not every bar has some of his cock and balls out. Uh, you sure? Have you been to every bar, Matt? Well, that's a. Oh no, maybe it's me. <laughs> maybe I'm the one who has the, you. with your backpack you're on. The one you've got got your backpack. Cock, cock, cock and balls Dick out. out. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah but John's doing very well, and he's keen to come back on the show. He'll be on the. He'll be on the show in the oh, future. Oh, he doing well, is sure. he? I haven't heard of him. Yeah, really he's doing well. He's doing well. You know, I heard of him. What was what, he doing these days? Probably just. What's he doing? YouTuber, Probably. mate. Was he YouTuber on YouTube.com? Yeah, he's he's he earned that velvet rope. Oh, it was actually his. <laughs> I just I just put it up. <laughs> All right, go on then. Okay, um, Frank Fontaine, James talking about the different fonts and their cultural impact in episode three fourteen is the most dad response to a question I've heard in a while. Um, also, Cliffy B messaged Farley is a font shagger. I mean that that doesn't bother me at all. I'm I'm proud of that. It's there's nothing wrong. You're proud with of thinking, shaggy fonts. There is nothing wrong with thinking fonts are interesting at all. But are you know, getting like, your a friend of mine who's into this stuff is very <laughs> specific about the difference between fonts and typefaces? So make sure you're getting that distinction correct. 
Well, this was fonts because this was from Typewriter, okay. which was uh, yeah, it described them as fonts specifically. So yeah, right, okay, but they called themselves Typewriter and not Font Rider. Mm. That's true. If, didn't, if, if didn't only pun that as well. Was, that was okay. I, I think this person and James should have a should do, do, do a one-on-one interview about James's love for them and then actually getting it wrong and then you know they they embrace at the end. Yeah, I'll tell him about Garamond. It's uh, you know. <laughs> do, do you know? I genuinely thought Leon, you were going to say it. See, I've got a, fr- a friend that's into this stuff, and you know he has been arrested. Yeah, um, <laughs> yes, he's been at the moment, and you right so, I'm on. I'm on the law yeah, side. Twenty-five years. <laughs> Fingers for the best. It's <laughs> filth uh, off our streets. Uh, that is it for feedback. Go to tcgs.co/slash/dear/tcgs. James, I, I know you've not wanted to get involved in the show so far tonight, but um, that you've is got completely to now. not fair. That's like totally it's the news. not fair. It's, it's like, the news, James. I'm letting it flow, Dave. Like I'm just oh, letting yeah. you enjoy your banter. You know, you're showing off because <laughs> you got a guest on and all that kind of stuff. So I'm just letting you go with it. You know, it's true. It is true. I'm showing off a little bit. Yeah. I like showing off. Isn't that part of the fun? That's Amen, why we all brother. do it. Amen. James, have you ever shown off? I don't know actually. I bet you fucking have. Yes, of I course bet- he has. The, the one time he was in, in ch- class doing that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah the time he did the T-pose in the class. But I bet at some point you've gone, uh, uh, okay, Mr. James Farley, Dr. James Farley, actually. <laughs> never done that. I bet that. you've done that at least never, once. Never at done least that. once. Never Dr. Done James that. Farley. Uh, 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 excuse me, sir. Dr. Yeah. I mean, Nothing I show off in front doctor. of Chen all the time, but it just annoys her. That, but that's what why do I do it. What do you do to show oh, off like, in front yeah, of Chen? What does that mean, to show off in front of Chen? Yeah. You know, I just... <laughs> I'm not telling you. No, you're going you to tell us this now. You've got an example. You know exactly what it is. No, just, you know, just, just saying stupid stuff. You know, just say stupid stuff all the time. Such as? I'm not telling you. It's ridiculous. Can we just move on, please? No, James, you can't laugh. Clearly have an answer. Matt, he shows off in the WhatsApp group. Have you noticed that? Like when if we're that? talking about something, so well, actually, in China, blah 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 blah. Oh, there is all the stuff I know about China. How's that oh, showing well done, off? James. That's just that's providing you with context. It's showing off. I've got a PhD. <laughs> it's the equivalent of saying I am a doctor. It's the equivalent of saying that. You yeah. Know that. Anyway, come on, James. How do you show off in front of Chen? I'm we're not, not letting you. this drop. I'm not telling yes. you. Seriously, it's ridiculous. I can't even remember. It's just like all sorts of stuff. It's just I just say stuff. The tape measure. It's like the guy in the bar. <laughs> <laughs> Leon, do you show off? Have you ever shown off? Yeah, I'm a. I mean, I think. Yeah, I am a bit of a. I'm a bit of a show off. I'm probably less so than when I was younger. I was always trying to, you know, trying to get the table to laugh at some joke or whatever. But I think I've. I think I've I've calmed down a bit as I've got older. Have you ever dropped the podcast to try and show off before? Have you ever turned around and gone, you know? For me. Oh me God, fly. no, no, no. Have that, you not? No, I mean that normally you still get. I don't know about you. I mean less so in the last maybe five years, but sometimes you still get when you say, "Oh yeah, I do a podcast." When people ask what you do, how you spend your time, you still get people go, "Uh, what? I don't really know what a podcast is." I think that's happening less now because they've become so it's kind of mainstream. But for the first seven or eight years of podcasting, it was always like I would I would say it through kind of like, you know, a bit apologetically. I would um, not have a T-shirt with it on. Yeah. I'm fucking podcast famous, boy, is what I've got on mine. <laughs> I'm, still waiting to, I'm still waiting for the moment that uh, I remember you had a long time ago where you, was it, you were on a plane with someone and they That's and they, right. they were listening to your, your show. I've still not had that. I had, um, we had a listener uh, arrange to um, 
meet up with a drink with me and some of my friends in in Lewis that's about as close as a kind of I know who you are kind of moment that I've ever had so we're just not big enough for that kind of level of recognition so it's not <laughs> well there's so many of you it's like you know who the blazing squad is exactly but you don't know the we are very much the, the blazing, blazing squad, squad of podcasting yeah. <laughs> you know my favorite is when it's the the fa- like the uh spotting that Matt gets like, well, Matt doesn't get spotted out in public. He just gets a tweet later saying, I saw you in a shop, mm. Matt. <laughs> I've had a few of those. So I, I, I was away at Centre Parks last week and I, I got um, I, I got spotted. I, I was outside Starbucks and I got I saw tweets and I've just seen Matt walking out of Starbucks. And I'm like, well, that ha- I mean, I know I'm just like generic white man with beard. Um, <laughs> and I actually bumped into that dude again later. Um, well, he, he saw me in like the uh, changing rooms of the swimming pool. So oh, it's okay. Yeah. Everyone had stalking. their clothes on at that point. That is stalking. But yeah. I was like, oh, amazing. So, um, yeah. Amazing. You've actively said, don't come up to me. It was, it was, it was, it was, it was Babblefish, by the way. I did say, Babblefish, don't look in my eyes. Um, but no, yeah. <laughs> don't yeah. Look he said, I was just a podcast here. I was like, well, I wasn't on this week, so I'm sure it was a great episode. And he, he agreed. So that's a bit. <laughs> That's a bit, you know. <laughs> but yeah, I've been spotted like three or four times now. It's ridiculous. Just with this face. Unbelievable. Oh, right. Okay, should we get some news, James? Yeah, do you want some breaking news from five minutes ago? Go I mean, on. they're going to fuck up the layout, but yeah, sure. Oh. On. Go well, on. Is, Actually, is, no, is the breaking news that United have gone 2-0 up against Liverpool? That's fuck, exactly you know? what I was about to say, yeah. Really? Uh, yeah, really? Yeah, Rashford <laughs> ends a run of 997 minutes without a goal. Oh, Jesus Christ. Christ. Right. He would have to take up to the thousand. 2-0. This is unbelievable. Everyone's expecting like a 5-0 Liverpool win. Sorry. Go on. Okay, uh, the first news story is that, I mean, this follows on from last week, because we talked about this a bit last week with Nintendo of America, who, you know, they were, they were having some problems at the moment, and there's basically been more has come out now. Kotaku has, uh, has a report that details what's happened to a tester called Hannah. I mean, it's not her real name. Um, and it's kind of awful and depressing stuff. And I'm not going to repeat all the details, but you can read about it on Kotaku, like here. But it does detail that how like 20% of advertised work um, for Nintendo of America is like contract work and that women are really underrepresented with only like only 10% of the contractors are women and only 23.7% of managers are women in like the whole of Nintendo, like, you know, like sort of globally, which is a crazy number. Um, and also they talk about pay disparities as well that there are, but also, Hannah said that she made a report to the agency that she was working through um, that was called Aerotech, but they've changed their name now. And she was told after she made this report, they said that she ought to be less outspoken, you know, about things, which is just mad. And, um, I mean, Kotaku have also spoken to, like, a, whole, a number of people who have worked at Nintendo in the past decade who said that, like, sexism was common within the company and within the sort of corporate culture of the company. And queer women in, like, have experienced sort of an extra layer of unwelcome behaviour as well. Like she, like, she had a backup coordinator who hit on her, and then when she revealed her sexuality, he just said, oh, you're a lesbian, that's kind of sad. And, uh, you know, th- this sort of stuff is sort of going on quite a lot um there's also this sort of really big power imbalance between contract workers and what are called red badges and these are the people who are like permanent employees and there's this kind of thing where the people who are contractors are kind of have to be nice to the red badges because they're hoping that then that's gonna you know maybe further their career or whatever you know like i don't mean like you know that way but you know and just like spending time with them and things like that yeah yeah and, um, I mean, Nintendo... So, Doug Bowser has already acknowledged that there is a problem uh, with this. And 
He says that Nintendo has a zero tolerance for inappropriate conduct, including harassment, discrimination, or uh, intimidation. And so Kotaku have asked them how they're achieving this, but they haven't received any answer yet about what's what's going on. But it's, uh, I mean, we know that there's a there's uh, cases that are being brought as well. So I guess we'll see how this pans mm. out over the next. Well, that's it, isn't it? It's about the response. I mean, you know. There's going to be dickheads in every workforce, and whether mm-hmm. the management is to blame or not is is another thing. But the, what what the management and the company are in charge of is responding to these sort of allegations. So yeah. let's see what comes of this. You know, the worst pos- possible outcome is doing going down the Ubisoft route, who we continuously bring up on this podcast because you know yet again it's gone quiet. Um, on their yeah. front, and but, but, but was, the managers aren't just responsible for the response; they're responsible for creating a safe, welcoming uh, mm-hmm. work workplace. But, but, you know, before any of these like kind of things, you know, happen and come to light, for sure, for sure, it, it, um, it's their job to you know. You, you can't kind of you know, the, as you said, there are wankers and horrible people everywhere. You kind of can't change that. What we can change is getting rid of them and making sure the right policies and procedures are in place to that's right to stop these people and get them out and to help the people affected with anything if and mm-hmm. when that does stuff that stuff does happen. Yeah, and they need to they need to get to that as soon as possible, really, because you know <clears throat> these reports come out constantly. I mean, mm-hmm. they have been over the past mm-hmm. uh, four years, and in a way, that's good because now people are feeling that they can speak out. Uh, but in a way, it's bad because it's showing. You know just how much work there is to do. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah. But yeah, Especially- but it's definitely good that, that we, people feel light and power. They can finally tell their mm-hmm. tell their stories and and hopefully. Yeah, but what's well- that's what I'm saying. It is good. That is good. But then it also sucks that they can't do that within their own company and for there to be improvements made and for um, place uh, things in place to you mm-hmm. know deal with the people that are are, are, are uh, the center of the abuse or you know. It's, yeah, that's why this kind of reporting is so important because this, sadly, this it's this kind of reporting that's actually going to be the thing that hopefully moves the needle. And although we can we can look in organisations like Ubisoft and and others and say, well, nothing's really changed or what's really happening. You know, some people, but people in these businesses will be trying to make positive changes. Of course, it's just that it's hard from the outside view to see see what's happening. But thank God for this kind of reporting. But yeah, but we, we know for Ubisoft the... that not enough's doing because, you know, there's reports are like a year later nothing's changed. Yeah. You know, you've had true. you've had that support group that's come out and said that none of their demands have been met. You've got Activision yeah. as yeah. well, who's got that stuff hasn't yeah. really seemed to have improved there much. I mean, I really would recommend like reading the this this report because it's especially I mean, the way it details the significant problems there seem to be with, with like sort of power imbalances in, in Nintendo of America as well is is quite yeah, it's, it's worth reading, I think. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay, uh, the next story is that Embracer um, have acquired everybody. Um, well, no, they, were, they went on a spree, didn't they? Um, where they Who's Embracer? I've never heard of Embracer. What? You, you say this every time. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard of Embracer. Have well, we talked about I... them in multiple stories where they keep buying people? Do we? Do yeah, I? yeah. Yes, and every they, time you're like, I never heard of these people. What else have they? What, what else have they bought? Well, they recently? bought loads of companies. I mean, they had like a presentation the other week, which was okay. I mean, I don't think it was that interesting. Like, the, I mean, it, they just showed like tons of real-time strategy games and stuff, and it, it wasn't that great. But they have acquired lots and lots and lots of companies at the moment, and they've just the big deal with this this week is that they've acquired. Um, Middle Earth Enterprises, which is like the Lord of the Rings and Hobbit stuff, and they kind of own that now. 
and uh, yeah, they bought that, and they've also bought um, limited. What? Like, what are they do? What they're going to do? A new series, or what? Well, do, you, the... do you want to hear the quote about what they're going to do? I'm sure you do. Go on. So they Believe. said that this acquisition is in line with what they're calling their IP-driven transmedia strategy, and so their idea is oh, they fuck go. Fuck off! No, no, no! I'm not finished. Yet. They expressed interest in, this is the quote, exploring additional movies based on iconic characters such as Gandalf, Aragorn, Gollum, Galadriel, Eowyn, and other characters from the literary works of J.R.R. Tolkien and continue to provide new opportunities for fans to explore this fictive world through Boring. merchandising and other experiences. Through yeah. merchandising. <laughs> <laughs> I want to explore the world that I love through T-shirts. That's yeah. what I want to do. That's that's uh, my main priority. TCGS.co/store, by the way. Oh yeah, please buy your merch. Um, but they've spent to... so far. They've spent five hundred seventy-six million like dollars on buying companies at the moment, and they, uh, they've just. I bought... don't know if you've covered it before, but of course, the key thing that makes them controversial is that they've had. A massive Saudi Arabian investment. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. They have. Yeah, yeah they got. Yeah, there's there's a lot of that money going in as well. And uh, but, I mean, uh, that, also... that five hundred seventy-six million is just for these five acquisitions plus yes. one more. That's yeah, not yeah, all the ones that they've they've bought in recent years. And the other one, I mean, the other one. There's one that's remaining unannounced as well so far. Like they keep teasing that there's another one that's um that they're buying, but no one knows what it is yet yeah but, I, I um, want, what, what, what would mean that they couldn't announce this with all the others that's what I'm interested in maybe the way of Gamescom maybe it'll get announced there maybe what's happening tomorrow so uh, yeah not far okay so who else they bought they bought Limited Run who are like a yeah, publisher Sing Tricks as well I've not heard of them but apparently they're karaoke company or something yay yeah. love a bit of karaoke boy but yeah, I yeah, mean, they get their eye of the tiger on their lid. Hopefully, yeah. I Come mean, Jones, get on that, that get on that, that stage, boy. Dave, yeah, they, they bought a man into developer, Tripwire Interactive, uh, publisher, or you know, they bought loads of stuff. Cop, so, they bought publisher, Gearbox. Yeah, they yeah. own Gearbox as well. Yeah, Saber. Rockstar. Imagine all that. The imagine, imagine owning Randy Rockstar. Pitchford. <laughs> 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 like a Tamagotchi. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, yeah. <laughs> get him to do My magic Randy tricks shit for again. You. <laughs> um, <laughs> he said something stupid again. Yeah, Feed but no, I mean they've been buying stuff for years. They've got more IPs than than anything else. Um, mm. what, when when are we going to see them kind of transform from this IP owner to a company as big as say Activision or whatever? I mean they've got so much now behind them. I mean, when when they gonna start to actually like kind of properly deliver on all the IPs they've got? Like they own like the Time Splitters IP. I'm very sure. Like, Wait, fairly sure. Are you sure? Um, well, I think um, James was out and announcing like a previous news story a long time ago. Uh, you're on your own here, Matt. I have no idea. Well, you're you're, you're the news story. I <laughs> know, oh, but I'm not just making things Personal. up. You're the news story. Oh, God, Did you just call now. James the news story? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, oh, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, but basically, yeah, they own the Time Splitters IP as well. Right, okay, James is Matt is now in the middle of a lake in a little boat paddling away. Not knowing where you should go <laughs> and shouting, James, you're the news story for you. the news story, man. Uh, uh, <laughs> right, I mean, okay, James. The only, I mean, the next announcement that's going to come out is going to be all of these brands' NFTs, isn't it, or something like that? That's going to be how they're going to probably do something with mm. them. It's been horrible. Anyway, the next yeah. story is that Sony are being sued for £5 billion for ripping people off uh, on the PlayStation store. 
So what this is, is this is a legal claim that is being made by this guy who was the managing director of which, like, magazine or whatever, and his name's Alex Neal, and okay. he's filed this with the Competition Appeal Tribunal last week. So it claim- So this is all about the 30% commission on digital games and in-game purchases, right? Hmm. So he's saying that Sony are in breach of, com- of, com- of competition law, and so the legal action is saying that customers have been overcharged by as much as five billion. So anyone in the UK who has I didn't know purchased... the games have gone up that much, fucking hell. Yeah. Go on. Well I don't know. First party titles aren't cheap. So <laughs> anyone in the UK who has purchased <laughs> stuff on the store since nineteenth of August could like get money back if this this wins or whatever. Let's go. It won't win, though, it's, it? it's not going to. Um, so, do you want to hear his quote though? Because I oh, the quote is incredible. The quote is brilliant. It's <laughs> this is why I think he chose Sony for this. So we go here. The game is up for the Sony PlayStation. With this legal action, I am standing up for the millions of UK people who have been unwittingly overcharged. Can we- I just say, right? I, I put an image in your mind while you're reading this. Mm. I'm imagining one of those American-style public access TV, TV uh, adverts where there's a guy behind a desk and it cuts at the end of every line to a different camera and it's all a bit out of focus and he's like the really bad chroma key around him. Right, so say that. Say that again from the start. The game is up for the Sony PlayStation. This, With this legal action, I am standing up for millions of UK people who have been unwittingly overcharged. We believe Sony has abused its position and ripped off its customers. Gaming is now the biggest entertainment industry in the UK, ahead of TV, video and music, and many other vulnerable people rely on gaming for community and connection. The actions of Sony is costing millions of people who can't afford it, particularly we're in the midst of a cost-of-living crisis, and the consumer purse is being squeezed like never before. So that's his, uh, that, that, that's the quote. I'm mean, getting abused in the chat. Alex Neal is a female, damn it, is what Moomin Biscuit is saying. So um, we should correct ourselves there. Apologies for that. Uh, <clears throat> go on then. So, I mean... I mean why just Sony? Like, Because all, all companies are doing this. They've all got the 30% cut. Why just Sony? Do they? Yeah, of course they do. What do you mean, of course they do? I don't know that. It's is, like is, an industry standard. It's yeah, like Apple Microsoft do it, Android do, do it. You know, right, yeah, okay. Microsoft do it. it they Epic's do it. is like eighteen percent, right? And that's the yes. difference. Yeah. yeah. Are you saying Alex Neil is a Xbox fan girl? Is that what you're saying? I'm saying that she chose this because she wanted to say the game is up for the Sony PlayStation. Yeah, but she could have said the game is up <laughs> yeah, for the no, Microsoft I mean, I, I, Xbox. She wouldn't have it done makes this. no difference. Yeah, she wouldn't have done this unless she thought there was a legitimate reason. Like, why waste your time and you would assume a lot of money doing this when it's just going to, you know... But it's going to lose. Blow up. But it's yeah, got- but she, she, must have seen, she must have seen there's a loot. There must be something for her to think, oh, there's a case here. You know, you don't become like the managing director of like a witch or she says it, she's like chief executive of Resolver by deciding, oh yeah, on a whim, I'll, I'll just sue PlayStation. She's obviously got a lot of legal advice and they say, well, you've probably got a case here. I don't think so though, because I mean, Epic couldn't beat Apple in court over this. What does she think she can do it? Listen, listen, Matt, she may have looked into all of this, but James doesn't think so. Good point. So, I don't think, I didn't I don't, think about I, that. This, yeah. is, this is just to grab James headlines. This is just to grab headlines. I don't There's think she gives a fuck about headlines on Eurogamer, James. I mean, she's got better things to do than waste time on the headline. Case, why just Sony? 
Like, I don't understand. Well, again, I haven't read all the legal documentation, but you've got to assume there's something somewhere that makes her think, well, this is a reason to go for Sony, not other people, for these reasons. So you're saying it's impossible that this is a frivolous case, right? I'm not saying it's impossible, but why waste your time (laughs) and money? I don't know. People do this sort of thing all the time. Well, no, I think you you do know, James. You say it's to get a quote out there. It was to get the game is up for the Sony PlayStation out there. Well done, Alex. You got onto Eurogamer. Well done. Yeah. That's what James is That's saying. That's why she did it, definitely. Um, I'm <laughs> interested in this. We'll see what happens. I mean, it'll probably go nowhere, but, you know, interesting. Okay. Looking forward to my... Um, says here, estimated damages could be between 67 and £562 per claimant, excluding yeah. interest. So, hello. <laughs> Yep. That's Christmas nice sorted. Bit of on that. Yeah, yep. hello. Excluding interest, Dave. Do the maths. Okay, sorry. Uh, well, go on. Okay, uh, next story is that the UK national grid is apparently going to plan it so that you get cheaper energy if you avoid uh, peak time use. Well, this podcast this, is fucked. Has this made it into <laughs> the fucking... What the no, fuck? The reason this has made it into the news is because they're talking oh. about this being for video game consoles as being a particular what? problem. What do you mean? Okay, so the UK Energy Saving Trust claims that consumer electronics, such as like games consoles, account for around 6% of energy bills. And so people should be switching okay. them off and shouldn't be using them as so much. So the idea is that between 5pm and 8pm each evening, you don't use them so much. 6%? And, yeah. Well, what was the other 94? Was it, get, I'll switch off the other 94 then. Okay. You can switch off it's your fridge. The six percent, I could, I'll deal with that. If 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 my energy bill was six percent of what it is now, good, and I still get to download all my stuff and the, the games update and everything, and I still get to play games. Yeah, fine. I'll turn the other ninety four percent off. I don't need light. I don't need what else are you then for? Fridge. Fuck the fridge, man. Charging your mobile phone. I'll just yeah. rack up the old, uh, oh, the mobile phone is quite an important one. Ooh. Maybe I can get one of those winder things. You know those winder things? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to wind things. Yeah. I'll yeah. do it on that. I'll do it on that. That's, just that's, just that's get loads of burner phones. Um, so, like, you know. Yeah, it, you only that. need to charge them once and you dash them out. Good point. National grid up yours. Yeah. Um, yeah, this guy's really going to fuck this podcast. So that's, um, that's, that's fun. I mean, <laughs> but are we all going to have to turn off our ring lights because I don't know if I'm prepared no, no, to fine. do that at this point. It's fine. It's between the hours of 5 p.m. and 8 p.m. We record after 8.30. It's fine. Good point. We're back in the game. Also, I don't play games generally until after 10, so yeah, up yours, that is up yours National Grid. Got you. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fuck you, National Grid. It's okay, but we're going uh, blackouts. We're going blackouts anyway, aren't we, apparently? So uh, this is the least of our worries. Oh, I heard about that. That there's going to be regular, like there's going to be no electricity time, and like we're like, oh, what yeah. is going on? Why this, are we discussing it on this so show? Mad. This whole thing is so. Leon, what are you doing? Are you good, are you going to turn your consoles off, or are you <laughs> might leave the country? Um, <laughs> increasingly appealing. If yeah. only the if only the football wasn't going so well, I'd be out of here. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of what's keeping me here in, in London, at the very least. I mm. just want to go to the football every yeah, now and exactly. then. I can't do that from ages away, can I? It's a yeah. shame. Uh, right, okay. Last story um, is that apparently EA have scored an own oh. goal with Sorry, FIFA 23 uh, pricing. I thought we did, are we not doing Ubisoft story now? Is that gone? No, it's boring. I cut, I cut, I cut it. It's boring. <laughs> just didn't, <laughs> just didn't tell me. Just didn't tell the man I, that's I actually controlling the Removed it from the dock, Matt. So it's, it's oh, fine. Okay. Come on, yeah. EA scores an own goal. 
Yeah, so they scored an own goal on FIFA 23 pricing. Um, so what they did was that they listed the most recent FIFA on the Epic Games Store in India for 4.80 rupees, which is about 5p here in the UK. And this is also the ultimate edition as well of the game. Oh. And But EF said that they will honour the price. And, uh, I mean, do you, want, do you want to hear the quote, what they said? Absolutely. <laughs> the, the, the quote is, fuck. <laughs> the, quote I mean, is, yeah. the quote is we scored a pretty spectacular own goal when we inadvertently offered FIFA 23 pre-purchase on the Epic Games Store at an incorrect price it was our mistake and we wanted to let you know that we'll be honouring all pre-purchases made at that price so there you go I okay. mean, I mean so, good on them for honouring it because most stores cynical, don't the cynical head on uh, yeah, James I love this how many do you reckon sold at that price very few right how much headlines did they get from quite this story? A quite yeah. a lot. <laughs> Great oh, advertising. There's new FIFA 23 coming out, is there? Yeah. yeah. I mean, the last of course ever there FIFA. Is, yeah. It's gonna fly off the shelves. I'd do that if that if if yeah if I'm if I'm uh, if I'm being cynical, that is an absolute genius move there. Oh yeah, it's a slam dunk. Why why, why wouldn't you? But um, it's good because you know like EA. You know, they they need any help they can get getting the name of this game out there. So <laughs> <laughs> it's next year. I mean, honestly, I'm absolutely fascinated to find out what this fucking game is going to be like this year because I've got a feeling that they're going to do nothing to it. Oh because yeah, definitely. All the effort yeah, absolutely. is going into EA FC next year. The, the, this will be the most. I mean, they say about this new kind of like animation system and stuff, but they say it most years they've probably, they've probably yeah, used yeah, an old one which we've forgotten the name of, and they're like, oh, this one again. Oh, that news is not new, but and yeah, what, this though? is going to be the most about just changing the kits, changing the, the team rosters, and you know, uh, yeah, because they could put on the work into EA Sports FC, aren't they, for next year? I'm fascinated to see what that's going to be, like EA Sports FC, whether they're going to do anything like crazy. It would be FIFA with a different. They've rebadged it, you fool. No, no. Whether they. they, You know, they keep saying that there's loads of things they wanted to do, but they couldn't because of FIFA. I'm sure that's all a load of rubbish, right? Yeah, that's a load of bollocks. But it would be quite funny if they really completely break it, like in a big way. What, you know. Imagine if like you could hit the ref or you could yeah, red yeah, card fans soccer could run style. on the pitch. Yeah, yeah the yeah. fans could run on the pitch, all of that stuff. That'd be good. Back pitch in the invasions. late 90s, FIFA had a, a kind of major serious foul c- command, as I recall. That's yeah, right. You could just go around, uh, you know, like in Mario Strikers, where you can kind of kick people in the face to get the ball off them. It was like that. <laughs> it was brilliant. Yeah, I, I, what I also love about old FIFA, I'm fairly, fairly sure old FIFA's not ISS Pro, but you could change the leniency of the ref. They wouldn't mm. do it these days because it would go against, you know, like mm. PGMO. Well, they could do it now. Stuff. They can well, do it. That's maybe they can, yeah. But, they, they, um, there used to be a dive button in FIFA games. Remember that? Yeah. You used to be able to dive in FIFA and sometimes you'd get... You could get run away from the, the referee as well. The, the, uh, the, do you know what's really funny? Is that, like, yeah, yeah. Me and all my mates, we, we, we get Show excited off. for like the first few weeks of, of FIFA coming out because we want to play pro clubs, right? It's a good laugh. We hate it. We know it's a terrible game, but it's a good laugh when we all get together and we play pro clubs. They released a video of, look at all the stuff we're doing to pro clubs this season. And I watched it. I didn't yeah. understand half of it. And the stuff that I did understand, it was like, yeah, and then you could just move your character over to Volta. Who plays Volta? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, well, no, I, think it's more, I think it's more that, that, yeah, that, that they've merged them. So I got the impression, actually, it was to get Volta players and their progress over to Ultimate Team. No, no, I don't think there are Volta players, Matt. That's what I'm <laughs> saying. I, I definitely think it was to get pro, uh, pro club players to go over to Volta. They must be but, sick hey, about that. You're because... not getting a full fucking 10, 10 men. Look, look, you could play a smaller 
version of the game here. You know what I mean? It's nah, fourteen I'm not, years. I'm not people were going. Do you remember Road to the World Cup '98 with the indoor mode? We loved that. We loved the indoor yeah. mode. So they brought it back, and everyone was like, "Oh, thanks." Yeah, yeah, Volta, Volta was not not a good game mode from what I've played. But uh, I literally haven't played it. I've, I mean, I still play career mode all the time, FIFA, but um, yeah, but same. not Volta. Do you see what you see? What you, you you've still put in a ton of hours for that yeah, last year. Yeah, 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 and um, I know if we'd held on to Kukurea for another year, we could have got 120 million. Turns out, <laughs> he probably so. could have done. Yeah. Um, um, okay. We done. We are yeah, done. done. There's no fantasy zone, James. No, there's nothing. There's nothing. There's not. It's because po- it's the week before Gamescom. It's there's there's very little out there at the moment. It's um disappointing. It is disappointing, but I tell you what isn't disappointing. We got a brand new game to talk about that came out uh, this week uh, on the PlayStation Five and PlayStation Four, I think, as well. Is it available on and the personal yeah, computer it's, systems? It's on the PS Four because it's all that confusion as well. If you try and buy it, it's really just weird. Oh, like, go on, right? So we're talking about Roller Drone. Um, before we get to the game. What what's the confusion? Well, if you because I, I was looking at it as to whether to get it or not, and I opened it up in you know in the app, like if you if you're thinking, okay, I'm just going to like buy this now or download it or whatever, and it was it it's not clear as to which one. If you if you click on the like the demo version, it's not clear if this is like a PS4 version, PS5 version, okay, or that mm. kind of thing. It's so you, just, have you actually bought it or did you just get the demo? I just got the demo in the end. I thought it was very very clear when I bought it. Which um which version you're supposed to be buying? Um yeah, it comes up. It like you know usually I'm I I've moaned about Sony in the past with them sort of separating it, separating out the versions or whatever. But no, it was very clear when I bought it which one you should be buying. So it come up PS5 straight away. I was quite happy with that. Was that, was anyway, that on the console though? No, that was on the app. I think I bought oh, it on the cool. app. Yeah, was it bad on the console? Did you do it through the console? Yeah, and it was a bit. Yeah, and it, then when I was looking at buying it, it was all just like I'm not. It, it's just confusing. It's not, not right. great. The thing is, okay. if you buy one, you get both anyway, right? So it's just about which one you download. And I think in since the last firmware update, they have made things a little clearer. I, d- I yeah, didn't I have any particular I've been, I've been, problems. I've been our tags now, and it does say which which version you want to get. But um, mm. so we've all anyway. played this, right? How much have you played, Matt? How far into it are you? I'm on to the semi-final levels. Yeah, same here. Uh, James, how far did you get? Uh, I only played it for the the mandated hour that the uh, the demo was. So yeah. That, so that's you it. finished it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I will say I think it's it's hard to judge this game on an hour's worth of gameplay. Yeah. Um. Okay. So for those of you that don't know what Roller Drome is, it's a sort of mix between an arcade shooter, um, which is wave based. So it's like a think of a horde mode style shooter. Um. With uh, mixed with a one of those old PS2 Tony Hawk style games, uh, the extreme sports games. Um, we'll get into the controls later. It doesn't really control like either of those really, but um, uh, yeah. So that's the that's the quick hand. Um, it's got beautiful style. It's sort of set in the near future. I think isn't it set in twenty thirty? Twenty thirty, yeah. I yeah, think yeah. kind of actually. Nah, you should probably that should be further into the future. I think I, I, I can't imagine us creating a sport where you're rolling around an arena and shooting people uh in just eight years time but you know you never know um <laughs> the way things are fucking going right? <laughs> right? um yeah I, I, look, listen I, I i love the idea i love the look I, it's got sort of a um do you remember when everyone used to say cell shaded do you remember yeah, that? And that was a yeah. regularly 
uh, use phrase. Uh, it's kind of got a self shaded And now comic everyone's like, style. it's like Sable. Do you remember Sable? It looks like Sable. <laughs> That's exactly <laughs> what I was trying to think of, yeah. Sable. <laughs> um, and uh, it's a game that I feel that I should love, but I'm just not getting enough of that love out of it. I mean, when I initially first started playing it, I, let's start with the controls, right? So. Uh, the first thing you'll notice is that it does not control like um, the older sort of uh, um, extreme sports style games, right? Most notably, you do not hold forward. In most of those games, pretty much all of them, you hold forward on the analog stick. It takes a while to stop you doing that because holding forward is unnecessary. All you do is you tap up on the stick to make... Um, what's the character's name? Uh, Kara Hassan? Kara, yeah, you uh, you press up on the stick to make Kara go um, forward, and then you leave it. Uh, you press left or right to steer her. That's it. Um, uh, you do hold down the X button, but w- whereas in those lo- old, older games, the longer you held it down, the higher you went. That does not seem to be the case on this. Uh, could be wrong, but that doesn't. That's not the feeling that I get. Um, also, all of the tricks are pretty much um, uh, done on the left stick rather than the right stick. Uh, which is would have felt more natural to me, but the right stick is obviously left for c- camera control, so that you can aim while you're you're um, you're upside down or whatever. Um, you've got a uh, trick, a flip trick on the R1, and a grab trick on the square, and that's pretty much it. The the, the trick system is not complicated; it's very straightforward. Yeah, um, there's also crucially dodge on circle button. Dodge on a circle button, but you know that's not really part of the trick system. It's sort of just to avoid getting shot uh, or hit by a baseball bat at any point. Um, you've also got a slow motion uh, trigger button that's uh, L two, and y- yeah, it's kind of like you know usually where you're playing a third person shooter, you've got your sort of aimed out sights. You're kind of doing that, even though you're not aiming down sights. You're just using that to slow down time, and it, it's time limited, so you don't have it forever. But um, uh, it screams at me that I would love this game. It really does. It's got everything there that I love. It's got the the score building. It's got the shooting. It's got the action. It's got a unique visual style, interesting music soundtrack. Um, but I I don't know. I, I would say 90% of the time I've spent with this, I've just either felt angry or disappointed or bored um, or frustrated. um, And I've not enjoyed my time with it. There's been 10% of the time where I've gone, oh, I can feel this now. I can feel this now. And I think the most enjoyable part I've had with this game is going back to the first four levels and trying to get a combo together. So combos work by by, uh, doing tricks but also by killing a, a, an enemy, right? So your your um, mul- multiple um, your multiplier goes up every time you kill an enemy. You build up points by doing tricks, right? So you combine that together. And, uh, you can go a whole level doing one combo, basically, if you're quick enough by killing enemies. Um, yeah. So doing those missions are fine, but anything above that, the game seems to go, right, let's just fucking chuck loads of really annoying enemies at you. Let's Let's have five snipers in this wave. So you're constantly, you're not thinking, okay, I'll go there, do that, do this, do that, do that. You're constantly going, oh, got to dodge again, got to dodge again. I'm in the middle of a trick, but let me dodge again. It's like, it's yeah. really just... I'm, I'm so glad you're saying these words, because I thought I would be the only one coming to this show that is not a massive fan. I mean, I it, it, this looked good when it got announced of, you know, 
a while ago. I was like, this looks amazing. Can't wait for this. And then the Eurogame review gave it like, you know, a, a essential. Essential, and it got loads yeah. of amazing reviews. I was like, holy shit, this is going to be very, very good. And I was with you, the first, the first three or four levels, this looks amazing. I love the vibe. The, the music's okay. It's kind of synth wave. It's not, it, it doesn't blow me away, but it's, you know, it's, it does enough. I, there's like little kind of uh, in, adventuring bits that add to the story in between groups of levels where you can, it's only for a very short area, but you can like walk around, you know, like a, 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 a train or like the training facility and you get kind of, you add, you see other kind of environmental storytelling bits to explain about who you are and why doing this and what the tournament's about and i love that the game itself it feels amazing when you when you nail a combo it feels amazing when you dodge something in slow-mo and then spin around and kill that person but yeah it got it got to the the quarterfinals i think it was um so there's like the initial opening round of like four levels then four quarterfinals then i think i guess four semis and and, and four for the final so i think there's 16 levels and yeah it got me to the second the second levels i'm like Oh, I think I'm 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 I must be rubbish at this, and I'm also kind of done with this. Um, one of the levels, like the first time you go to like the outdoor area, I did that on like um, oh no, not the no, yeah. You know, so you do like a yeah, the first outdoor level, I did that on my second go. I was like, okay, maybe I'm learning something. Maybe I'm maybe I'm getting better. And by doing it, I mean you can basically finish a level just by killing all the all the enemies. Um, there's also loads of other challenges, like Dave said. There's like collect these five uh, things that are floating around the location, do a certain grind on a certain area, a certain jump kill people in a certain way there's loads of them challenges but to actually finish a level it's just basically kill all the enemies yeah. and yeah one of these I did like second go I was like okay I finally got it and then after that I spent literally hours on one level trying to finish it and I couldn't because if it wasn't a laser that gets you it was like a you know some enemies when they die uh, they throw out these like mines and and you can you can uh, dodge through these things and you can dodge through all the things really but you've got to be constantly dodging and yeah I want to do like a combo or I'm about to go up to a ramp which I desperately need to do a certain jump on a certain ramp or do a, uh, do a grind over a certain area and just as I'm about to a laser's shooting me I need to hit like you know circle to do a dodge or perfect dodge and I'm like oh, just kind of just kind of wore me out. So well, this is it. This is it. Because I think I think the game. What what I want from a game like this is a flow and an energy to it, right? I want to feel that I'm going from enemy to enemy and I'm picking my path and I've got lines. Like that's 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 what Tony Hawk's so brilliant at. You're picking your lines, right? And mm. and you're working your way through a level uh, in a certain way to to um put piece everything together. And you know your dodges. If you do a perfect dodge, it counts to your combo, but mm. it also breaks that feeling of flow because suddenly you're having to cancel what you were doing just to dodge. It, 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 yeah. And it, it does things like, I read in a bunch of reviews that, uh, you know, it's really cool that you can't, like, fall over. Yeah. There's no, at no point if you screw up and you're not lining your skates up to the floor, you don't um wipe out like they do in Tony Hawk and then you have to wait for your character to respawn or whatever. Um they don't do that because it helps towards the flow. Absolutely right. Totally agree with that. Mm. But there's bits in the level where you just fall out. What's the difference? And what's the difference? If you've made the effort to make the system work so that you can't just crash, why then can you jump out of the arena and then you get respawned back into the arena? There's one level with a gap in the middle of it. And it's yeah. like, well if you if you don't judge that right Okay, 
you, you're punishing me. Okay, fine. But it also takes away from that flow that you're trying to achieve or that, you know, supposedly you're trying to achieve by um, uh, taking out wipeouts. And it just gets to the point where it just kind of thinks, I just kind of think, ah, I'm not getting enough out of this that I want to get out of it. Um, uh, and as I said, there are moments where that does happen, but they've only been in those earlier levels and not the ones where it's like constantly, constantly being sniped at from the other side. Or they introduce enemies that are so fucking annoying to take down. There is, you know, the robots and stuff that that take like, four hits from the yeah and then there's some that kind of teleport you do like one or two shots and then they yeah, teleport then to another teleport. part of the location and the idea of that is like a lot of those it's trying to teach you actually use this weapon to attack this enemy mm. you know so like for example the the basic enemies are always better to do with shotguns uh the the guys with the rocket launchers do them with the pistols because you could take them out if you're quick enough uh and all that sort of stuff but then it gets to the point where it's just kind of like Okay, but even with the weapon that I think I'm supposed to take you down with, like for example, the big robots with the with the uh, grenade launcher, it still takes five hits from a grenade launcher, and you can only have two, um, two, two, two bits, rounds. pieces of ammo, yeah. yeah, two rounds, and then you've got to do a bunch of tri- tricks to get more, and it's kind of like, oh, it, it feels like it's holding me back from actually properly getting into that flow that I want to get into while playing this game. Um, yeah, but but there are moments where it, it just feels incredible when you nail these that nail these moves and yeah i mean like as david mentioned to get more ammo for the weapons and you've got four weapons um yeah handgun shotgun uh grenades and then this other kind of like long distance kind of rifle thing and yeah to get the ammo for them you've got to do tricks and you know if you do different tricks rather than doing the same trick over and over uh then your ammo increases faster so it's trying to convince you it was trying to get encourage you to do more different tricks rather than just going to the edge of the ramp doing 360 and coming back down because that will ultimately take take a lot longer to get your ammo but when you do nail that and when you do go slow motion over someone's head and you aim and you kill them and you get an explosion you get like the, the health that the enemy gives you once you've killed them and then you like you know dodge through a laser or dodge through like an explode like an exploded mine it feels and looks absolutely incredible but i i just got too frustrated personally now one thing this game does do amazingly well is as it has loads and loads of um things you can change to make it easier or or, or guessing that yeah harder i heard if you about want this to. today i didn't know this existed i didn't know this yeah was a thing, so i can't remember what i called um i should remember but i can't remember but basically you go into the settings menu there are absolutely loads and you can go from like you can turn invincibility on you can de- uh, determine the amount of damage a car takes from 100 percent all the way down to i guess zero percent so you can like really like granularly like change it for your perfect difficulty really and i got so fucked off on one level i was like okay i've got i want i thought i was gonna get this game finished over the weekend it said three to five hours i'm like brilliant a three to five hour shooting skating experience i'm gonna love this and i was like it was very clear that i wasn't gonna get it done and i got so fucked off after playing it was one level for hours and hours and got getting killed in like the final couple of enemies in the final round i was like fuck it i'm gonna put invincibility on are they called um i know i just forgot again like, yeah put invincibility mode on and then it didn't feel any better. It was still frustrating. And I was like, well, okay, how, I think, what way was it frustrating? I, if because you I was still getting shot with the lasers. I st- there was still like no flow. It wasn't like, you know, I, I, it just, and, and, and I wasn't losing any, any kind of health, but, and it still enabled me to do like super reflex modes and stuff. But I don't know, it just didn't feel good. And I stopped that night. And I was like, maybe I'm done with this. Maybe I just can't be bothered anymore. I have since gone back and I turned invincibility off and like kind of changed some of the kind of damage amounts that Kara <laughs> takes to you know try other levels and stuff and i do want to get done but it for me personally it's just too frustrating 
as much as I love some got, of the, the, the other it. side of this game is um, not only just getting through the levels and that to get onto the next batch of levels you need to do um, certain challenges right a little bit like Tony Hawk where you know as you say you've mentioned it before uh, on this podcast but you know co- collecting certain things or doing certain tricks and I, I, they're not fun to do <laughs> they're not like enjoyable ones are they they're, they're sort of like do this trick next to this token okay I'll do that and then I'll get to the end and it will say you've done it and that counts towards you going on to the next batch of levels, which is fine, I guess. But I just, there's just, I think that's ultimately it, right? Okay. Um, I know Sean's been enjoying this way more than I have. Yeah, he, so he's I'm been interested, loving this. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm interested to hear his point of view next week for sure. Um, I just, I, I, I just, when I'm playing this for the vast majority of the time, I'm not enjoying it. Like it, I'm not finding it fun to play. And I think that, that ultimately tells me that maybe I should just stop then. Uh, because if I'm... It's weird, though, because I want to go and play it a little bit more. Yeah, so do I. And just I, to make I, sure I, I that I'm not missing of, like, something. Other people do incredible runs on YouTube. It looks so bloody cool. Cause, uh, so you can press like it was L1 to do this super reflex uh, this reflex time which basically slow mo you have a uh, limited like a limited amount of time of it you can use it anytime you want obviously once it cools down yeah. you, you can do it again um and if you um dodge uh, like a laser so lasers go on you they're like gray then red then white when they're white they're about to shoot you if you dodge then and then hit reflex time you get like super reflex time which means the the, the things you fire do way more damage to enemies and again combining that also feels really fucking cool uh, you know perfect dodging at the right time then activating reflex time to take out an enemy scene like kicking your ass it's there's so many brilliant moments i am just unable to kind of tie it all together and the kind of annoyances kind of annoy me too much but having said that i mean just what you said dave i also do kind of want to go back and play because i would like to see more but playing the early, early levels were just better with less enemies yeah yeah that's it the, the 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 early it feels like there should be a lot more levels to the standard of those first four in terms of not in, in terms of like level design, but in terms of um, enemies, the amount of enemies mm. they are and the amount of variety of enemies. Because I think every time it adds a new enemy, I just find them fucking annoying. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, um, you start off with the, the basic, you know, rocket launcher, you know, sniper, uh, baseball bad guy, you know, that sort of stuff. But then all of a sudden there's the ones that leave a trail of blue smoke on the, on the floor yeah. or whatever. That, that's annoying. Uh, then you've got, uh, what was what was the oh, the the latest one I've got the ones that drop from the sky and just leave like this acid patch on yeah, the floor yeah yeah well, oh, brilliant okay. all the, yeah all the all the green stuff yes. I, I, I quite enjoyed the boss battle before that I thought that was quite cool that was alright uh, yeah I guess yeah, I that um, was good. okay so James you've not played it for that long have you 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 got anything to add or how are you finding it I mean I I've played it for uh yeah for the hour um that you got from the demo. And, I mean, put it this way, from playing that, I, there's no way I'm going to buy it. Um, mostly because, I I mean, you're right, you can't judge the entire game based on that out. Like, I, I well, know that's I said, The reason why fair. I'm saying that, the, the reason why I'm saying that is not that you would, right? Yeah. Uh, um, but I think the control systems are so wildly different to what you expect them to be when you pick it up. I think you need a couple of hours to at least wrap your head around the fact that you shouldn't be pressing forward. And uh, mm. you know, and understanding what the game's actually asking you to do because it's it it's the sort of game that seems intuitive when you first start it, and then you go, oh no no, actually this wants me to do something else actually, uh, and it takes a while to get that message across. I think. 
Yeah, you see, because I, you see, as I said to you, like I talk, when we were talking about this, like privately, it's like I, I don't have the whole thing with Tony Hawk's that you had. Like, so the control thing, I thought going into this would be like, oh, maybe it's just because you're used to like you know a certain way of doing things or whatever, and so it's going to be. You know, it's maybe it's more difficult to adjust. But then I, I really don't like the, didn't like the controls either. I just found they felt just really too loose to me, like all the time. That everything just felt really loose, and I, I didn't like that so much. And also, I just found it boring, honestly. Like, I mean, the the biggest problem with it was the, um, you know, like the at the beginning they do the whole. Uh, don't I know you can see you laughing, Matt? It's I, <laughs> I said, I said. I said at the beginning. I know, I know. But, yeah. <laughs> it was close. It was, it was close. But yeah, no, you know what? You have to do like the training and everything before you're actually allowed to go yes. out and do the shooting stuff. Yeah. That goes on for ages. And it's not, I don't think it's very well put together, that training section, because it didn't make me feel like I was excited to get into the main game and start playing it at all. And then when I eventually got to uh, do the first level, I just, again, I just found it a bit irritating with the controls being kind of loose, and I, I don't think it looks that nice either. It looks really bland to me. Oh, I don't know. I think no, no, it, I think, I, think it looks I like nice. the style yeah. actually. Yeah, yeah. I, it, I think it looks fantastic at points. But you see, I, I go back and I think of stuff like Jet Set Radio and stuff like that. That that looked amazing. Well, no, like, it's definitely day, more you know? muted, a more muted palette than that. Obviously, it's not as vibrant, but I I I love the more muted palette. Frankly, I think it's got a really fantastic style. I think. Mm, yeah, like, I, I'm with you there. I do, yeah. I do quite like the way it looks. Um, but I got, that's, I, that's what that's what gets I got me, up to you know. the bit where you unlock the shotgun. Like that's where I got up to, and mm. then I, I I was just doing these bits over and over, and I was just like, I'm not really enjoying this at all, and I don't I don't don't want to play it. I don't want to play this game. Did you have the same reaction, Leon, or are you a little bit more positive than us? Um, similar, really. I so that there was a there was a new story about the demo, in fact, and I don't know whether they fixed this, but actually, when I downloaded it, it wasn't. It said it was an hour, but it was actually thirty five minutes that you actually got. I saw somewhere. I think oh. it was Eurogamer actually ran a story saying it's weird. It says you get an hour, but you don't. Um, well, I mean, that isn't that one of the things that Sony sells its premium service on that everything gets an hour's. Thing right. was separate from that. Yeah, I'm not sure, but it, yes, it didn't. It, it it was definitely saying you've got 35 minutes, but I didn't even. Quick, quick, I didn't quick. even. Someone someone contact Alex Neal. Uh-huh. <laughs> <Yeah>. Exactly. <laughs> but they they may have sorted that out after I downloaded it anyway. Um, you know, I saw the I saw the reviews. It's sitting on an 80 on Open Critic at the moment, so you know, solid, but not stellar. Yeah, it's reviewed incredibly well. Um, and obviously it was evocative of Jet Set Radio with the skating and the cell shading. Uh, I've got a lot of fondness for that sort of, uh, yeah, the sort of finger gymnastics of, of the Tony Hawk's games. Um, yeah, I went through the demo bit, which, yeah, was a little bit dry and stodgy. Um, but I thought it's probably the kind of game that, yeah, once you've, once you've acclimatized, as you say, to the controls and got your head and brain around the, the combo mechanics, I could imagine it's the sort of game that you get more out of the better you get at it. But it doesn't yeah. seem to have perhaps quite hooked people in the way that Neon White did a few months ago. Um, and I found uh, you were saying it felt loose. But if anything, I was I mean, maybe this is just a the, the way we've interpreted the way the controls feel. But I thought if anything, like the character didn't rotate fast enough for me or wasn't quite responsive enough compared to the, the things I was being asked to do. I was thinking this game, has it got like once you're into fully into career mode, has it got a skill tree or an or RPG element so that you can like in in Tony Hawk's one and two, you actually 
increase yeah, your rotation higher. speed and yeah, things like yeah, that. Yeah. Jump yeah. higher, yeah, all that stuff. That feels like that would be absolutely nailed on to make progress in this game. Obviously, I, I wasn't aware of those tweaks and, and gameplay options, accessibility or whatever else they are. When I was when I was playing the demo, I just left everything on default. And I certainly I didn't have a bad time, but I just found myself, as soon as the enemy started appearing on those high ledges that you couldn't easily oh, get up yeah. to and um you know and then yeah every time you land a trick you then have to kind of uh you have to think every sorry every time you've kind of gone through killing one or two enemies you then have to think much more carefully about reloading and i thought yeah maybe this is the game where the kind of game where you can fully get into the zone after a few hours practice but but i didn't feel it didn't it didn't hook me early enough to make me want to do that that's I the think, thing. I, I just think don't. I don't helped. I don't think it was, makes a great first impression. That's the yeah. Problem. I think. I think it would have helped if there was a better difficulty curve, right? If if there was, you know, twelve levels at at the same sort of level of the first four, you know, where it's not too many enemies, and then it slowly ramps up. Whereas this one, it's like four levels. Then the next four are fucking way harder, right. and then I'm on the next four, and they're fucking way harder. Mm. And it, get, it, I got to the point where I was like, ah, oh, no, I can't, I don't want to do this no more. I don't and is that do the sum no total more. of the game? Because like one of the major criticisms about second mention of this show, Marriott, the recent Mario Strikers, is that the all the single player content was just a cup, right? Just a bunch of cups. Yeah. You win, you win all the cups, and the single player's done. Is there is there anything more to this? A bit well, more of a story yes, yes. there's way there's way more to is there? there's way more to this there's you know there are I, I mean the story stuff i haven't really been following yet there's explosion bits at the at the start of every um uh batch of levels and there's you know there's terminals there's story to read there um but but no even just you know having the idea that you've not only got uh the combo side of it you've got the trying to get through the level side of it and you've also got the um uh, the challenges. I think that that offers you way more than right. than um, than strikers ever did. Th- there's now a mode called Out for Blood mode, which opens once you finish it. I assume that's just harder. Uh, but I haven't obviously got anywhere near that. Mm. It's weird that we're talking about the, about the difficulty spike because I felt that massively. But then the reviews I read say, "Oh, the difficulty curve is perfect." Like what that's, they do, that's what bollocks. I, that's just like, flat wow, out. I, mean, but I, I just don't agree know. with that one at all. It, 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 whether it's bollocks or not is his personal opinion, but. But uh, but I do not agree with that in the slightest. I think the difficulty curve is shit. Um, uh, there's there's so much more that they could do to slowly ramp up to the levels where you are constantly getting bombarded uh, from the other side of the map. Um, but I, I I mean I do applaud him for the assists, and I guess the assists, which I've you know remember the name now after googling it, um, like the, the, that is what enables you to hopefully change the experience as a bit more at your level but for me it still kind of didn't make it any more satisfying uh really for me i i I think i think leon's absolutely right i would have loved to have seen a skill tree i would have loved to have seen a um a way of unlocking more ammo for your favorite weapon more damage for whatever weapon you want I, i i think that would have made it a lot more interesting um yeah, so it's a shame they didn't go down the route. I'm sure there's a reason for it. There's always a reason why devs do don't do something that we think is obvious. But um, yeah, yeah I'd I like think to sometimes hear the I think some you know modern gaming is arguably kind of buried in in 
RPG mechanics and skill trees to a fault in 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 the point that not necessarily every game benefits from them and there is something mm. nice about the purity of a game that you pick up and you learn how to play and it never it never changes from that baseline experience in the sense yeah, that sure. it's yeah. all about this your skill and your your progression so I, d- I guess that's what they were going for i also think it was interesting i, s- I saw a few comments on online saying that people had just made the assumption based on the presentation of this game in the name that it was a multiplayer arena game yeah that's what i thought mm. yeah that's initially what thought, James, exactly what i thought yeah when i saw that because not only is it name. not one of those it's completely single player right it's, yeah it's a yeah. single player only isn't yeah. it so yeah, it's crazy. I, I was very surprised at that. Uh, I thought this was a, a multiplayer game, but mm. uh, until I read the reviews and I was like, what? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, obviously, I can't, I'm really interested to hear what Sean's got to say next week because he's really been enjoying it. Um, yeah, he, so, he absolutely loves it. So I'm sure there's people out there that will like this game. Uh, we just happened to be four people that did not get on with this game. One really um, weird thing that hasn't happened to me in ever is that this game made me motion sick as well at ooh, one point. Really? I'm not sure if it's because so on um, one of the days last week um, Elodie was out and I was like wow I can actually play, have a day where I'll play games and I thought I'm going to get this game done today it's a three to five hour game um, it wasn't the case and maybe it's because I was just playing it for like you know a few hours and stuff but yeah I was like god I feel really unwell and I felt a bit unwell for the last couple of weeks anyway so I thought maybe it's just that but no, I think this game made me motional sick. It's bizarre. I mean, there's a lot of spinning. There's a lot of, you know, you go in the air and then you yeah, turn in all sorts of directions. Anything... But I've never Did had that with non-VR. Did you play a lot? Yeah, yeah, I love Tony Hawk. Yeah, it never, I've never had that on a non-VR game. So, um... Hmm. Weird. Yeah, I mean, Scientology says I was drinking heavily. I was also drinking heavily. It <laughs> could be that. Could be that. Could, could be, be that. that. Uh, okay, so that's Roller Drain. We'll come back to that next week, I'm sure. I, I mean, I will play more of it. Um, Did you think you're could do enough to get it finished Dave. no uh not not if if the way i left it last time i played it maybe think that i'm not even gonna try and finish it um, what about if you go in and turn all the assists on just to kind of would you would that be enough it kind to... of feels like it defeats the point but maybe i'll i'll try that i don't like yeah, on one of the levels i turned the damage down to like 50 percent. i was like okay i'm getting through it a lot more um but ultimately yeah as i said previously it just wasn't feeling that yeah, great i suppose because i'm not score like i'm not it doesn't really... I know you can check leaderboards and stuff, but is that's not, like, in your face the moment you finish a level, is it? So, I don't no. know. Maybe, maybe I'll check it out. I don't I, Maybe I'll try the assist. If you put the assist on, by the way, you, you, you're not on the leaderboard, so I will say that much. Right, okay. But then mm. I don't want to be... I don't I don't want to be on the leaderboards, Matt. So, no, me neither. Forget it. Yeah. Don't care Defensive. about the leaderboards. Grow up. <laughs> okay. All right then. Uh, so that's Roller Drone. Um, James, you've got another game to talk about. Uh, Leon's got a bunch of games, but we'll get to them after. But you, you, you want to talk about Cult of the Lamb again? Yeah, I'd like to talk about it a little bit because I mean, I've, I've, I was kind of down on it last week when I first talked about it, and I'm still really? kind of I thought you enjoyed it. I did enjoy it, and I do enjoy it. Ah, this is the problem. I'm hooked on this game, but not in a great way. Now, what I mean by that is that I don't think it's that very good. But for some reason, I'm still compelled to play it. And part of it is because the combat stuff, like especially it, like the combat in the dungeons, is no, as I said last week, is nowhere near as good as, as like Death Store or Hades or anything like that. It's like not even close, you know, like right. in terms of like enjoyment for the combat, right? So yeah. the stuff that's hooked me in is the base building stuff. Like it's where you're like sort of building your own cult, you know, you're sort of building all these like buildings and like upgrading them and all that kind of stuff, getting followers. But do you know what it's just like? David, do you remember Happy Street? 
I do remember Happy Street. Oh, on iOS, yeah? Yeah. Oh, my God, I do. This yes. was... Happy Street was a free-to-play, like, tap game, wasn't it? Yeah. I only and remember it, you talking about it. I don't yeah, remember it other than James sent it to me and said, I'm addicted to Happy Street. Yeah, I remember <laughs> yeah. talking about that. Yeah. And I was like, he said, please play it, please play it. You've got to play it up to this point. Yeah. I went, I don't want to play it up to this point. He went, no, no, just give it a go up until this point. And then I got addicted to it. Yeah. Oh, my God, Happy yeah, Street. I definitely played a bit, but I, I, I took a step back. Does it when... save? Does it save your street? I'd like to Probably, download yeah. it and see it if It still it's... exists. Yeah, it's, it's still around. I mean, I've Happy not played Happy Street stream. What a weird time in my life. Go on. So this, this reminds you of that, then? It really, really reminds me of Happy Street in the sense of what you're doing is that you're doing like all the upgrades and stuff. And it, of course, it does give you some abilities for when you're like doing the like the fighting in the dungeon and stuff. But it doesn't feel. It feels like you're just upgrading stuff for the sake of it, like and in the same way that it was like that with Happy Street. You know, you were oh like upgrading God, it this is stuff, there. and you're just like, "What's the point?" Like, I don't. There's no point in me playing this. I mean, I know as Leon, as you were saying, it's like this. What is pointless? What is not pointless? That kind of thing. But this feels on that sort of level where you're sort of like I'm, I'm kind of enjoying it but only because there's sort of this some compulsive loop of like sort of upgrading everything even though I'm not I don't really feel like it's massively changing the game for me okay okay so I've got me I've just downloaded Happy Street it says uh, <laughs> download your save game your save game on the server is level 11 whereas your local save game is level 1 would you like mm-hmm. to overrate your local game yes I would Man. <laughs> there was an issue with the data. Please make sure you oh. have the latest version of Happy Street. Oh no! Uh, oh no! I mean, oh, there's a chance they probably haven't upgraded it wrong. for reason yeah. iOS. How I mean, many updates still... have there been since you last played? <laughs> exactly. Well, oh have my even... god! That, what a shame! I have think I've lost bothered? my Happy Street. Uh, yeah, so, Start so again. James, what, what, so James, what I like the free says the part where you build like your settlement or your town yeah. or whatever. There's a dungeons. Is there a third component? Kind of. There's, there's also there's also other areas that you can go to where you can get like quests to like co- again. It's just it's it's a collectathon. Like you just collect stuff to complete quests, and that's it. And I know again that's being very reductive, but it this you know games are good when they don't reveal that to you. Like when it's not so <laughs> obvious that it's like that. Yeah. You know, sort of on the nose of like you're just collecting stuff to upgrade stuff and everything, and that's the problem with this. But again. I'm still hooked on it. Like, I've played this for about 20 hours now, I think, probably. Like, over the last couple of weeks. And wow. But, but it's not it's, a 20-hour game, is it? it I no, it is. Oh, okay. No, it's, 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 quite, it's quite a long game because... Although, again, it depends on how, how long you... I mean, like, the worst thing is you get, like, your villagers come up to you and they're just like, oh, can you go and help my friend who's got stuck in a dungeon? And then you're like, I don't really want to, but if I do, my don't do it, my faith goes down. So then you just have to waste another 10 minutes like going through a dungeon again, the same one you've done like many, many times, just to save someone you don't care about. It's just, it's really weird. I don't know why I just feel still feel compelled to play it. And because it's not... So it's, it's, it's got a compelling... Uh-oh. What? Uh-oh, James. <laughs> you getting it? Is this your power wash sim? I don't know. I don't know. It sounds like it might be, mate. Carl Lanfagotti. Chris Band says, James calls this a collection. James, tell us about Pokemon Arceus again. Exactly. Well, that's that's the same thing. I hated that as well by the end because it's the same sort of thing of just like, I don't know. I just... (sighs) 
these games they just break me sometimes because I get hooked into them and it just goes on for too long and it's just but then I can't stop. This is what I was saying about that washing like the you know the power wash stuff. That's why I couldn't play that game because if I started to seriously get into that I would have to finish yeah. it. That would and be dangerous. It's just, I need someone yeah. else to do that. I need to hear someone else go through that pain. Yeah, of- Dave, on last week's show, you said, I really hope Matt does it. I think Matt will do it. And yeah. I'm, I, no, I can't. There are, I've got to get Elden Ring finished. I've got to get loads of other things You've done. You've not I have been not back got- to Elden Ring. You're never have, going have, back to Elden Ring. I went Ring. back to it. I went back to it two or so weeks ago. Oh, yeah. You're never going back to it again. That's it. You're done. Well, I'm, not, I'm not done. I literally have been going back to it. How can I two be done? Two weeks ago. That's it. Well, You're yeah, done, I've, been, I've been poorly. In the, Where in, are you yeah. up to? Um... Stormvale Castle, not far. I've, I, I checked. I've done like 20, 24 hours of gameplay, and I'm only. At, is it Stormvale? That's the. the so you beaten Margit? Yeah, yeah, I've done that. Um, right, so you're on to the next yeah. boss. Yeah. Right, okay. Which is funny because I think on the show last week, or maybe the week week before, it might be was, was last week. And you're like, oh, James, how far are you into it? And you're like, oh, I've done this, done that, I've done this, and I'm like, okay, James is like, we're going way further than like five hours now, I'm in twenty five. But yeah, I spent, I spent, I spent about twenty odd hours exploring. You know, exploring is what I've enjoyed the most out of that game, but. No, I need to get back on that. Um, so there's no chance I'm playing Power Wash then. Yeah, well, I won't. literally am, so how can I not be? Yeah, a few, few, few weeks ago. Well, I've had a lot going on. You won't, you won't get back um, on it. James, I will. Uh, James, if um, so you, you say this is compelling, but it's not a great game. If you were to review this game right now, what would you even give it? Good question. We've lost James? Uh, uh, no, no, I'm he's, still here. I'm thinking about, about it. It's it's even more highly rated for, by critics than uh, than Rollerdrome that we were just Is talking it? about. Yeah, it's on an it's on an eighty five on on Open Critic. Yeah, people love them. Um, people that, love Cult of the what, Lamb. Or I mean, yeah. from what I saw is that a lot of people. Yeah, it's good, but in Rollerdrome, a lot of people said it was amazing. But it's okay. That's cool. I mean, I'm just telling I'm just telling you the numbers. Obviously, no, you're, you're a liar. You're a liar. Liam. <laughs> you're making you're making other websites again, aren't you? Yeah, it's, he's just dropping bullshit into our podcast yeah. so you can I'm try so to get grenades. Educate it bullshit. Grenades everywhere. Um, yeah. yeah, James. So, if you know, objectively, if you want to give us like a, a what, would you even give a score, or can you not? Because you're so deep down the rabbit hole of just the, the gameplay loop, you can't even assess how good the game is. Maybe. Uh, oh, fucking just give us a number. Why have you made out, this out so difficult? Just, just out you of can, what? You, you can out choose seventy-three. You, you out can of choose five Gs. Okay, How many I'm, Gs? I'm going to give it. I'm going to give it sixty-eight percent. There you go. Okay, right. So give it a seven. Well, out that's of 10. more than Metro Game Central gave it. Yeah. He's giving it a solid seven out of ten. That is yeah. a solid score. That is solid. Yeah. Um, okay. Okay. All right. Well, that was pointless. You made that pointless. Uh, so you Thank done you. with Cult of the Lamb? No, I will finish it. But yeah, I'm done with it. Talking about it. Yeah. Cool, Leon. You got a bunch of games to rattle through. Let's hear them. Oh, uh, yeah. Because um, I mainly, I've probably said this when I've been on this podcast before, but I mainly play stuff for the for our podcast, which tends to be older stuff, at least a year or two old, sometimes thirty or forty years old. Uh, so I've really just picked a few things that I've been poking away at that are more recent re- releases. Um, the first of which is a very very slight game indeed, um, Kirby's Dream Buffet. Right, so this is the new Kirby game that yeah. come out. Yeah, I've been like Harry. Oh, it's weird. Every time I turn the switch on, the last thing he's looked at is the trailer for it. It's, I'm like, yeah. oh, I'm just waiting for him to go, Dad. <laughs> but I'm not sure. It's there's really not much to it. It it's it's extraordinarily adorable if you like Kirby, and if like me, you're a sucker for cakes and sweets levels in games. It is just that. Um, but it really is essentially their take on Fall Guys. 
Uh, I think a lot of people thought this was going to be free to play with microtransactions, but it's not. It's a one-time purchase at fifteen dollars or thirteen quid. And for yeah, me, that's it's great. It's I, just again, about I think everyone everyone assumed free to play. Yeah, yeah, because there's been a bunch of other Kirby games on the eShop of that nature, right? That have been kind of relatively uh, simplistic gaming things that happen to have mm. Kirby pasted all over them, and then. I guess you buy stuff within those games. I haven't played any of those or downloaded any of them. My niece has told me about some of them, but I wasn't really interested in that. Um, played the recent Kirby, the you know the full price proper yeah. one. Oh, I need to go back to that. I'm oh, not, that I'm is such a bloody it. good game. That is. It's amazing. a great time. Yeah, it is excellent. Yeah. Deeply yeah. adorable. And this is not that. This is a. Uh, this is obviously ah. it's like a third of the price and whatever else. Uh, but I've had some enjoyable brief sessions with it uh, for the price of what like two and a half pints or something like that. You take your Kirby, you roll him down a course in a sort of uh, marble blast or monkey ball style, uh, but you're competing with others in a full guys fashion, knocking each other off the course, picking up power-ups and trying to get ahead, taking the more treacherous pathways up and above and around the level to collect more strawberries as you go. Strawberries are the currency. You munch strawberries all the way down to the end, and then whoever gets to the end first gets the pick of three giant plates of strawberries, one of 50, one of 20, and one of 10, something like that. Um, There's a little bit of a tussle if you all arrive there simultaneously. Um, munch some strawberries by spinning the analog stick and then if you're playing the grand prix mode what makes it slightly more interesting and by the way i speak as somebody who has literally played one round of full guys so i have no no opinions or comparisons really with but, full but you're guys. saying this is better than full guys yeah that, it's yeah. infinitely better no yeah. i suspect it's not i suspect it's got way less to it and certainly now full guys is free to play and got loads of crossover content and all that kind of thing i suspect full guys is probably a an easier uh, sell mm. but um than spending fifteen dollars or whatever on this but what what i think is different as far as i know is that in between the racing rounds you've got these mini games almost mario party style where right. you can increase your your strawberry count and reduce the strawberry count of others there'll be like a top <sighs> down section where strawberries are being dropped on the stage and you have to knock others out the way or they'll be being dropped into cups or various other kind of little gimmicky sessions like that then that just affects the strawberry count somewhat then without kind of seamlessly this is another thing i like about the game it goes from the racing stage to the mini game stage to the next racing stage no kind of pauses or loading you're onto another racing course i think there's a fair number of courses in the package as well different themes of uh, different kinds of foods whether it is all desserts and cakes or sometimes it's breakfast or sometimes it's burgers um another race and then after the second race which obviously again affects your strawberry count you have a final battle royale mode which is kind of like smash brothers from the top down but with kirby uh, you're trying to knock each other out the stage and you get uh, you get strawberries for knocking the others out and they get their strawberry totals redu- uh, reduced and then um and then so the, the whole idea is to just get the as many strawberries and eat them for yourself as you That's, can that is it that is the, that <laughs> is the... should we call it Ian Lee's dream buffet. Okay. <laughs> that is like, the. I should have called it because should have called it should have called it Ian Lee's dream dream buffet because the cause the jungle. Okay. Um, I just think it's got online mode. I mean, I should have shown this for Le Tournoi. This looks. Perfect oh yeah. For, yeah. yeah. Oh, Le Tournoi, Matt. What were you thinking? 
I wasn't, I wasn't, I wasn't thinking. Also, uh, wasn't. Uh, Leon, <laughs> is there a game in this called Curb Stomping? <laughs> there should be. There's, there's bloody yeah. should be. It's uh, obviously it is brutally, uh, brutally violent. No, it's. I mean, it's <laughs> sickeningly sweet. If 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 that's your thing, like if you don't mind that kind of uber cute Kirby stuff in the lobby before the race, you've got you can tap on the D pad and do little Kirby voices to 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 your other competitors and stuff like that. So if if you can fall for Kirby's cuteness. When he sizes up, it's quite cute. He gets bigger and bigger. Basically, you're trying to make an obese Kirby, Kirby by the uh, Kirby, Kirby by the end okay. of the race. Right. Um, I do kind of love this. He gets I, I, covered I, I in icing, which is adorable. Leon, yeah, this, have you played this? Right. You played this multiplayer. Yeah? Have you played this with yeah, random people? So, or yeah, so I've been flipping between. There's a there's a single player mode, which is as you can imagine, not that engaging because you're beating the AI or not. Um, but there's four difficulty levels um, of that. Yeah, probably more to the point is the online multiplayer, which is four four players at a time, um, which makes it, yeah, makes it more fun. But obviously you don't, you know, there's no, obviously it's Nintendo, so there's no voice comms. Sometimes you get games that are really laggy or even appear like they're suffering with massive slowdown. Um, but after every match, your points get racked up and the slider goes up and you unlock some trinkets and doobries and costumes and colors i mean it really is there really isn't that much to it but but you know it's quite charming and fun i think if i had you know a local group or maybe some kids or something i would have a lot of fun with this in a kind of you know old school party setting but a local group of kids a local group of kids start rounding yeah. them up yeah find the two. i'm not allowed but um <laughs> no you're not <laughs> <laughs> But no, it's it, it, you know it's it's totally inconsequential. I think some people will think it isn't worth the money, especially when Full Guys is available for for nothing if you don't want to spend any money on it. But um, for for fans of of the Curbster, um, yeah. But the, the the problem is with Full Guys is that I think for say even for Harry's age, mm, nah, not for Harry's age actually. He, he's okay with Full Guys. He's never won a game, but like it, Ooh. this. It is hard, isn't it, Fall Guys? Right. It's, especially some of the levels are, like, ridiculously difficult. Yeah, they're quite technical now, aren't they? So, mm. like, a, a competitive game like Fall Guys that younger people could play sounds all right to me. Yeah, maybe that's what they're going for. I would say the the courses are pretty, you know, they have their challenging paths if you want to go for the extra strawberries, but to actually roll just straight down the course isn't going to be testing for most players, I don't think. I would and... love it if they did the free-to-play stuff with it, though. Like, if... Because they've done free-to-play Kirby before, right? They mm. did that that Boss Rush game. Yeah, there's a few um, of them. But that was very much of the old-style free-to-play... Um, uh, the way of doing free-to-play, right? So that was... You get the game for free, and then it's just constant with the whole in-game currency stuff. I'd love them to release something like this and say, okay, it's free. You know, there's not... Not any of that in-game currency stuff, but there is a uh, was it a season pass or whatever, mm. and you know you could get a different color Kirby or you could do little, little outfits or whatever. Um, uh, if you pay, you know, five pound for the season, and then you get the unlocks like you do with the Epic Games or whatever. I'd like to see them do stuff like that because I think that's less aggressive with the monetization of games, mm. um, and I think. There's, uh, there's, there'd definitely be a market for it. Um, uh, rather than, am I actually saying, hmm, so, am I actually yeah. saying I'd rather this be free to play than 
11 <laughs> pound or whatever it is. I don't know if I am actually. Wow, if you like the anti James Farley. Yeah. Yeah, but James Farley hasn't bought this, so you well, know. No, no, not... That's the funny thing. Like James was convinced this was free to play, and then last week when he heard it was a one-time <laughs> purchase, he said, "I'm not buying that." <laughs> what do you want? Make your mind up, James. No, because I, I wanted to wait and see what the reviews were like, whether it was any good or not. You know, that's why. Mm. That sounds alright. Yeah, yeah I, I, I think it's alright. Like it, it could, it could be, it could be more substantial. They could have gone further with the kind of, you know, with with the monkey ball and marble blast type physics and sixty frames a second and all that. It doesn't have any of that. It's very kind of loose and knockabout. But if if you're a sucker for the for the kind of cutesy sweet graphics uh, and the and the theme and the silliness of it, um, yeah. I think there is enough in there for for the price they're asking. Just about. Yeah, you see, sober on that. Cool. I need some more curves in my life. Oh, dear. Kids will yeah. love it, probably. But I'm not yeah. offering refunds if they don't. <laughs> no. Uncle Leon said he'll give you the money. That's a Leon guarantee. Yeah. Yeah. Your kids will love that. I know nothing about children. Uh, okay. Well, what's next? Uh, I just wanted to shout out to Capcom Arcade Second Stadium. Um, so I don't know if any of you will remember... Um, a couple of years ago they released Capcom Arcade Stadium and it seemed like the idea would be that they would release more games for Capcom Arcade Stadium it came out with 30 games that you could buy in packs of 10 originally or all of them oh no I think yeah I think they were only available in packs of 10 Uh, eventually they released them as individual purchases as well you know 30 classic Capcom coin ops from their earliest days of 83 84 I think um, all the way through to the early 2000s and the assumption was after that that they would then yeah add more DLC to this stadium wrapper which was a really nice wrapper with loads of features all the kind of retro game stuff that you'd want manuals and leaderboards and unlockables and you could customize all your cabinets kind of manner from heaven to old arcade fans like me mm. um decent amount of options uh in terms of you know how, how you make the game look and all this kind of stuff um but then all went quiet and instead uh they released uh their fighting game collection which came out about three weeks before this or something like that which is again a fantastic collection of old specifically capcom arcade fighting games Mm. then they released capcom arcade second stadium which is for whatever reason a completely separate download it has all the exact same features and they even updated the first client to match a couple of the new features of the second one so essentially you just have to boot the different client depending on which games you want to play. And the games are split across the history of Capcom from between the first and the second. So you'll have games in different series on the different compilations rather than having them all in a neat line. So it's all a bit weird like that. That is weird. And also a load of the games that are in the in the Capcom fighting collection are also on this. So if you're not like a complete, you know, retro vintage arcade coin op nutter like i am you probably you if you've bought one you won't need the other and vice versa it's only if you want to kind of have access to absolutely every game they've ever made more than once um there's a bunch of games on this that you've probably already got in in the street fighter anniversary collection um there's also capcom arcade cabinet which is a different thing that they released about 10 years ago on last gen but you can still play it on your xbox series x and that's right basically a bunch of the same games as well anyway um but 
30 games, I would say about half to two thirds of them are absolutely cracking. A bunch, a, a small subset of them are absolutely spot on. The emulation's really solid, especially on PlayStation. I've been playing this, it's a PS4 client, but I've been playing it on PS5. Probably makes no difference. Um, there's some input latency issues on the Switch version, apparently, which is quite common with emulated stuff. Really? Um, yeah. What, for that specific console? Uh, yeah, there's a lot of issues with, with input lag on various emulated games on, on the Switch, according to the expert channels that I follow, uh, right. partly to do mm. with controller latency and partly just to do with the nature of the machine and the way it outputs and, and stuff like this. I, I mean, just say, James, James put his hand up to talk then. James, oh, you're on a podcast that you've been on for God knows how long. We don't usually use cameras. Why are you putting your hand up to talk these days? I didn't days? put my hand up. I went, he's I being put very my polite. finger up. Oh, he's fingering me. my oh, finger. He's, <laughs> oh. he's going to make a point. Go on, James. There's, no, no, there's the episode no, I, title. That yeah. has just reminded me something else I wanted to say about Cult of the Lamb, but I forget it. It doesn't matter. Oh. I know it's just come from nowhere, but that's what happens sometimes. When we have a conversation, David. You remember stuff. You know, it's true. you're, you're killing the flow more than roller drum at the moment, Blit. Um. <laughs> that's it. That's it's an evolving conversation. Drum. It's an evolving conversation. <laughs> Go on. Anyway, what was I saying? Yes. Uh, yeah. I mean, uh, uh, for me, like uh, th- these two as a set, the the original arcade stadium and this this one, even though they've released them in a weird way, and why do I need two clients that are exactly the same? Um, they're just absolutely essential, like in my collection, always installed, always just there for a quick game of whatever. Um, I particularly like the the fact that each of the games in the collection has a very specific kind of score attack mode where, so obviously with, with a lot of these uh, retro compilations or emulated games, they'll give you the option to muck around with the, with the settings to give yourselves more lives or even rewind or save states or whatever else. And that's all great. And I absolutely applaud all that. But it can be a temptation to kind of abuse the games in that way and then see them see them all or see them through. Sometimes it's it's a boon because you don't want to get good at a particular game. But each yeah. of these games has a score attack mode which locks you into a particular set of settings, a number of lives, one one credit and whatever else. And you you basically you have to get better at that game to register a score online it won't even accept a score below a certain threshold and things like this and then you get, <laughs> then, I, I would not be on the leaderboards <laughs> <laughs> then you get yourself on the leaderboards and then you can see where you are in the in the global rankings and all that kind of stuff so if, you, if you're into that like i am then then mm. it's all good stuff so. Yeah, so it sounds like it's got something for everyone whether you're like the hardcore and you want to you know so. go to like hard case settings or you just want to like see games the end that maybe you played when you're in your youth and you want to totally turn it on easy mode it sounds like it's, yeah if, if you're into yeah. that kind of stuff it looks pretty good one controversial element is i think the invincibility mode that's to i mean you can still use save states and i think rewind but i think the invincibility mode is actually a, a microtransaction. it's like two quid or something to turn oh, on invincibility wow. on all games something like that um or, or possibly oh, no, no, no. that's outrageous possibly yeah <laughs> two pound for a cheat classic that's, Capcom. that's outrageous possibly you get it if you've already got the original Capcom Arcade Stadium. But yeah, the other thing about this is, so the the games on the original, uh, I think they reduced the prices after releasing them all individually. Um, I think the games on this one, you can buy them all individually this time, which you couldn't before, but I think they're like 
four quid a game as opposed to two quid or whatever the original but again if you were buying like a uh you know a weekly release from hamster or you know the arcade archives label you'd be paying five six quid per game anyway so uh, yeah. i don't think four quid is outrageous um but two quid obviously i i guess the price will drop at some point and then for people who are less invested than me you can just pick up one or two that you like for a couple of quid and mm. grab some achievements and whatever else trophies Cool. So, do you reckon these like retro collections are getting better and better these days? I mean, they that have buying in, a cheat thing sounds a bit dodgy, but it sounds yeah. like they're, they're pretty complete. No, the, I think that's very much the case. There's been a lot of emphasis on because there's a lot of kind of really, really hardcore, dedicated channels to this stuff. Um, you know, real ad- advocates of playing on original hardware where you can and whatever else. But of course, not everyone has that capacity or want they've also to. got to do something because there's a huge rise in these like sort of dedicated retro mm. consoles now mm. yeah we spoke about them a few times on the podcast recently but uh if you're offering a, a selection of um retro games you've got to fucking put the effort in these days yeah there's there's been so much there's there's so much discussion now about input input latency is a particular bugbear it's the kind of thing that you wouldn't necessarily notice if you'd never played the original games or if you weren't particularly sensitive to it but it's kind of it's a bit like the the fps discussion in that it's one of those things that once you start to notice it you notice it more and more so um and it it can obviously input latency can actually kill your ability to play a game well and and a lot of these old games didn't take any prisoners uh, or make any apologies about being you know requiring incredible responses so out, anything beyond kind of 3 or 4 frames a second you're really going to start to notice it audio lag is another traditional issue with with emulated titles bad screen filters that don't give you the correct look of 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 the old monitors and whatever so i think there's been because the the level of enthusiasm in the market and the level of knowledge in the market has has grown so as the uh the sort of the the care and attention that that the companies tend mm. to put into these things now yeah definitely apart, apart from uh, sonic origins which, uh, yes yeah. bit of a <laughs> bit of a mess that well they got the right people in to do it but then they they yeah. kind of took it off their hands uh to mm-hmm. to get it out the door which is a real which is a real shame it's had one update but um mm-hmm I'm ho- um, yeah. Hopefully there'll be more. Cool. I find, I find it interesting you mentioned about the fact that like some emulators are poor in terms of lag or latency and stuff, and yet like so many of other other ones like are trying to be like switch killers, and yet they can do emulation perfectly and play. You know the the kind of uh, the more modern games as well. Yeah, it can be a real minefield with this stuff, and I, I'm probably not like there. There are some people out there. There are some, as I say, dedicated YouTubers and uh, people who absolutely like forensically tear this stuff apart and i'm not quite at that level but um but i but i do appreciate it when it's done well and you can definitely feel the difference between a game that's uh that's not responding and a game that is mm. cool. all right uh, anything else yeah just uh mention the 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 latest <laughs> the brand new hotness that is mario kart 8 um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah new levels we haven't spoken about this have okay we? so yeah it's Booster Pack 2, another eight courses, uh, several of which have already been seen on tour on the mobiles, which I don't play, so I haven't kind of had these tracks spoiled for me. I can't tell you how excited I was when they announced 48 new circuits for Mario Kart 8, and I think there has been a certain amount of disappointment with the fact that they are 
fairly quick and dirty ports of mobile courses in a lot of cases um really well like can they just port them i would have assumed that they'd had to rebuild them no i mean yeah i mean i don't know how much rebuilding there has been done there was uh there was a digital foundry analysis showing that they have done some work on them like textures have been improved compared to the mobile versions and there's been a few tweaks and things like that so i don't know right. how much of it is just a straight like we we just take the maths out from this game and whack it in this game i suspect there's more to it than that but well, it's funny because the, the i suppose the alternative um viewpoint to that is that when i'm playing them i get frustrated because i feel that they're not as well as designed noticeably uh not as well designed as the the other levels um mm. mainly like sometimes you'll find yourself not knowing where to go and mm. that should never be the case in america do you mean game. Are, you, are you referring directly to the the, the tall ones like the ones that yes, come from right. the mobile version yeah. right okay. yeah 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 mm. um there's bits where i'm like why is there this little alleyway here that just leads to nowhere uh and why am i in it and now i've got reverse it out and stuff <laughs> but on the flip side Harry's like super buzzed when he sees some of the levels from Tor in this because obviously he played hmm. loads of that and he was like, I know this level from Tor. Oh, hmm. look, look, they've got that. And I'm like, okay, I've got no nostalgic uh, or any sort of emotional response to any of those levels. Whereas he is like absolutely buzzed whenever that one of those is in the game. It's crazy. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. And uh, uh, like, yeah, I would say the, the, the actual tour tracks are, are not my favourites, but I do like some of the music that comes with them. That's always yeah. a treat. Um, yeah. But it's also that we get things like the like the N64 Calimari Desert, which was previously updated for Mario Kart 7 on the 3DS. And we've yeah, got the but, DS yeah. track, Waluigi Pinball. Um, and, oh, and, Waluigi Pinball, that's yeah. a classic, that one. But it's, exactly. also, it's also nice to get on the donut planes again, you know? Yeah, it's it's a really sure. simple level. It's, as soon as you hear, I hear that music, it's like yep. you know, I'm I'm not going to say how old I'm again, but you know it was. Uh, <laughs> I'm 32 again. I was, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in my early 20s again. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, and there's one one new track. Well, it's, it's it, I think it's a completely new track until they put it in tour <laughs> and uh, in uh, in whenever they do soon. Uh, Sky High Sunday, which is an ice cream themed track, which again I don't think is actually the most interesting track to race on. But uh, again, I do like uh, I do like ridiculously saccharine uh, food based levels. Oh, so, so they're taking some of these levels and putting them. In back into the mobile game as well. Well, I think what's happening is that Efficient. they're de- designing them, I guess, concurrently or whatever, and then mm. just doing slightly different versions. There are, there are, as I say, the Digital Foundry did find some different textures, and like the the Switch version has better road road textures and things like that. But overall, you can see the visual difference between the the tracks from Mario Kart Eight that were are now what. Uh, it's from 2014, so they're eight years old. Um, obviously, they were updated in terms of resolution for the Switch, and but they look better than the new ones that are coming out. Um, they they have yeah. got better lighting and and more attention to detail and all that sort of I'm stuff. I'm asking that because I saw some people complaining when this Wave One came out, saying like, "Oh wow, like the 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 difference in like the style of like the tall ones to this, it just looks absolutely rubbish." And it's much more. It is more. Well, I guess simple. It's less realistic. Not the Mario yeah. Kart is really realistic, but it has a yeah. bit more lighting. Yeah. Whereas Tor is obviously more basic for mobile devices, and they've kind of kept that style but made it hd or haven't they yeah yeah definition it is it is slightly disappointing like it it would be would have been more amazing if they'd put all the time effort and money and assets 
into those keep the tracks by all means use the use the actual course designs and track data and whatever else but yeah if they'd actually made them look as good as the existing tracks in 8dx which is even 8dx is five years old now right um and and these tracks do look a bit kind of rough and ready but of course when you're playing with whatever 12 is it 12 cars on the track at any one time if you're playing either multiplayer or high level grand prix you're not really worrying too much about the fact that it doesn't look as amazing you're just happy to have a new course to drive around and yeah that's it and i mean i you know we've played two of these cups uh out of the four that have been released yeah um and i then then the kids were like oh just forgot about it for a bit and i'm hoping that they do that for a long time so that when we do go back to it because there will always be a time where we're like let's smash the mario kart for like a week or two to have like a bunch of cups to mm. go to is going to be quite exciting. Yeah. So we will go through them, but well, I think at the moment I think they really come alive, even though the, the the kind of it messes up the kind of continuity of the art style and whatever else to get pretentious about a silly Mario Kart game. Um, yeah. I actually think the fact that there are 48 new courses on top of the 48 that are already in there, it really comes alive when you're just playing random courses, right? Because it just adds to the the yeah, sense so of, much of it, the, yeah. Yeah, the the variety and and the 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 la- yeah the lack of like oh I know what's coming next kind of thing. I still yeah. say I hope the next one takes a a turn for the Smash Brothers hmm. that we're not getting. This is an ice cream level. This is a toy box level. I want a Zelda level, a bunch of Zelda levels. I want an F Zero level. Hmm. I want it, you know. And there are F Zero levels in Mario Kart 8 and they're fucking great. Yeah, you know, I I want Nintendo what Land a Wave Race level. Yeah, I want Nintendo Land Mario Kart style. That's what I want. Um, so hopefully, you know, when they're done with this, new consoles on its way. Let's see. Let's see what yeah. you. Uh, Was it? The, they said something. They'll do something. Didn't they have like a quote saying they're doing something that hasn't been seen before in the new Mario? No, Kart? that was that. That was all of the right. Okay, that was all of the rumors leading up to the announcement that they were going to announce a new Mario Kart, and then they announced this. So I think that was yeah. I, I'm okay. not so sure. There's not going to be a new one until the next console. No, of course it won't. Not now. Um, and we're only halfway through, aren't we? So uh, there's no uh, way we're halfway through. There's no way we're halfway. Do you know what kills me the most about the Switch at the moment? I'm thinking about Breath of the Wild two. Like I'm really yeah. looking know, forward to say. Breath of the Wild two. I want it on a new console. I don't want it on the Switch. Ma- mm. Me too, massively. I think I, it I will be. I think be, it will be that the next Switch will be 100 percent backwards compatible, and games like Breath of the Wild will take advantage with increased. Uh, frame rate. It needs like much that. better frame rate. Know, it needs they, much better resolution. Yeah. I, needs... was, I was reading like earlier today, like because Digital Foundry were talking about the chip set that they think is going to be, you know, powering the new machine, and apparently it's going to make backwards compatibility more difficult, like not <laughs> right, not, okay. not so easy. Which is, I mean, that Classic bothers Nintendo. me quite a lot. That yeah, does. I, mean, I think. I think that would go down really badly. Everyone's got that. such massive Switch libraries now. Yeah. If they just yeah, like, but yeah, that's you've got to not start that, again, that, that, having you know. massive switch libraries is not. Uh, it's I'm not what Nintendo care about, like because no. they want to resell you a Mario game, a Mario Kart game. They a- do, but they also want like they've also got this massive eShop now with so mm. many games on it. Like yeah. it's just like surely they're going to want to still keep selling those as well, which they will obviously. That, no, they but, want you to get the new Mario Kart, won't they? Yeah, no, but they, they they make a lot of money, don't they? Off like thirty percent cuts off all these other games they're selling as well. Yeah, you know, it's a 
It'd be an interesting I'm pretty sure one we said really. that when they had a virtual console. Like, well, they would not get rid of a virtual console. People spend money on those digital games. They'll definitely yeah. not get... Oh, no, wait, Dave. They did do that. I just you know, when you go back and you play Breath of the Wild now on the Switch, you go, wow, this has not aged well. It just hasn't. You know, mm-hmm. the, 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 the frame rate, the uh, visually, uh, you know, it, it still has its moments where you go, wow. But to today's standards, it's so far behind. Well, I come think, off the back of like Genshin Impact on the PS5 or something. It is obviously yeah. going to look a bit blurry and I, choppy. I want, what, I, what I want is I want for the next Breath of the Wild to have that wow factor again. Mm. And I don't know how you capture that. How do you make it bigger and more yeah. like uh, amazing um, on that console? I don't know how I, you do for, that. For me, it, yeah, it needs a wow moment. But I also don't want to turn that, that game on thinking... Ah, uh, performance is a bit ropey. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I, yeah. I, like, I, mm. I don't want that to be my first experience of that game, which I'm anticipating would to be incredible. Yeah. I don't want to be like, oh, you know, if it wasn't for that, you know, I would happily wait longer if it needed needed it to play it on a new bit of hardware. But um, you see, this is the other thing that I was going to bring up about with Cult of the Lamb is that on by the fourth dungeon, it it's gone to shit, like in terms of like frame rate and everything on that on the Switch. Because that's the the um version I'm playing and it's it's a bit of a mess like it's really stuttery and uh you know it keeps that's on what's killing me is that that console now is failing to run some um indie yeah, games exactly you know, like as I said you go back and you play the later levels of neon white mm-hmm. and I thought oh my god this is really sluggish now yeah, um, like Cold of Lamb's a great example, but, but this happens all the time now with games out on Switch. Whereas before, I would instantly buy it on Switch if it's on multiple platforms because I know I'll get more time out of it. I can play it on TV or handheld. But now, every time it comes out, a game comes out on Switch and multi platform, I have to Google Switch performance for Cold. I did that for Cold of the Lamb. I was like, mm-hmm. okay, what's the Switch performance? Is it actually rubbish? And now I have to do it for every game because I can't re- reliably you know, believe that the Switch version will, won't be dodgy in some respects. So mm. Mm. I miss the old days where you're like, you're instantly buying a Switch because you knew that would run adequately, adequately and it would be great. Definitely on, in my know, head. Hell. But I think, like, I think sometimes it's um, not, uh, you know, don't want to fall into the stupid developer lazy trap, but I think sometimes games could still be optimised a bit better for Switch. If you think that Hades, right, came out, a year before it came out on the Xbox and PlayStation. And yeah, obviously it's way lower resolution than the PC version, but I don't think it drops a frame or maybe it does. No, it was pretty pretty amazing. It's pretty solid. Yeah, which which kind of suggests you can do it even with a lot going on on screen and some pretty fancy graphics. So that's the thing. I take take the lower resolution as long as the frame rate and everything is is solid and fine and it's not like lagging all over the place because that's the problem we've got with the lamp. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you mentioned okay. earlier about Wave Race. I know Wave Race is out now, isn't it? It came out last week. Yes. For, was it like expansion pack members? I haven't played it yet. I need to play that. It's Wave Race. <laughs> but does uh, it feel as good as it did? Oh, it I does, mean, yeah. It's yeah, still good, I, mean, I think. Yeah, it's still just... Uh, even, yeah, obviously it has aged in the way it looks, but I still don't think a game has actually captured the feeling of a war- being on a water, a, 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 the, the surface of water, any better than, than Wave Race 64. It's a oh, all time. Oh, Sean, Sean's gonna be fuming at that as a massive fan of uh, Sea of Thieves. They'll be fuming. Oh, okay, Ooh. no, well, different kind <laughs> of. Yeah, so a, a pirate ship compared to a, a jet ski is a, is a very different, different, difficult thing to compare. Yes. Right. Okay. Is that what we've been playing? Yeah. Before yes. we get onto questions, I would just like to give a massive shout out to a listener that got in touch uh, this week. Um, 
they make, I don't know if they want their specific name said, but they make um, uh, framed games. And uh, they pointed out that you, I mentioned recently that I always wanted growing up, uh, like at one point I was going to get a framed copy of Halo and put it up. And they said, well, uh, I make them. And um, would you like a, a framed game? And I was like, absolutely. And uh, they sent over a frame for my copy of Breath of the Wild, which I've got up on the wall now. And honestly, I tweeted it. Go and check out my Twitter account. There's a picture of it on there. It looks fucking amazing. Like, I'm well happy with it. Joe, less so. That's not going up. <laughs> Joe, Joe's left me. Um... Yeah, Joe's, Joe has left me. Joe went, well, that's not going up. Celebi. I said, well, well, it is. Because, I mean, you know, look, I love, I love Joe. But... I can... Uh, can we take down one of the signs that says, oh, <laughs> happy bricks, happy home, happy life, happy children. Can we get rid of one of those and put this up, please? I don't I don't need another sign that says, when you enter my house, we feel love. Or something <laughs> like that. Just get, rip that off the wall. Live, love, put love, up my, my breath of the, copy of the Breath of the Wild. So, so, uh, <laughs> yeah, just leave them out. Say, okay, well, you've got 15 of them. I'm now going to have, you know... We'll, I've only got a few things we'll up the on the walls, and uh, Joe hates all of them. There's a couple of Millwall shirts in the boys' room. You've got, I've got a signed Queens of the Stone Age white label album that she's tr- been trying to get to put in the garage for at least 10 years. Um, and I've got the lyrics to Mardi Bum written Oof. up that we've, <laughs> we've got... Well, it's, it sums me and Joe up, that song. Um, <laughs> so, um, so we've got that up. But uh, I, I, yeah, the rest of it is all, is all uh, signs. But anyway, if you want to go and check out... Uh, I said I'd give him a shout-out because, you know, sent it over, fan of the show. Um, it's uh, f- frameagame.co.uk. So if you were ever interested in, in, in getting a game framed and up on the wall... Honestly, I've not seen anyone do it better because it, it comes with like a backboard with some artwork on it. Um, and I, I, I think some of them come with games. Others, you put your own game in. The, the one that I got, I just slipped uh, my own game into this little holder thing on the front. Um, and it looks absolutely brilliant. So that's um, frameagame.co.uk. Cheers for that because I, I'm, I'm well made up with it. Joe Lesso. Uh, so I just want to give a big shout out for that. Um, what... Um- I and I apologise for get forgetting, but what was that Xbox game where you had the massive tank controls? What do you mean? The, oh, still battalion. You want the still battalion? I want still battalion with the controls on with the, the controlling. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, you know, I'll have a word with Frame a Game and see I, if, I would uh, like if they'll do it for these. you. <laughs> what, what would you get done, James? Well, if there was one game that you get framed, what would it be? Detroit. It would probably. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely, yeah. No, it, it'd be a toss-up between two. It would either be... So the trouble is it's aged really badly now and, and the third game ruined it a bit, which was Shenmue. That Dead would have been alive, one of them. Oh, right, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, Shenmue, yeah. <laughs> it'd be that, it'd be Deus Ex, or it would be... The mm. other one would be uh, Yakuza 0, maybe, would be the other. Yeah. Yakuza 0. Yeah. Not, not Happy that, Street. But Chen, Chen won't Mr. Crab. Mr. Crab, yeah. You could have Mr. Crab, but it's just got like an iPhone next to it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. original iPhone, yeah. <laughs> uh, they did, can't I mean, be Mr. Uh, Crab. Leon, have you got oh, a game that you... That's so hard. Is it so, I suppose you want it to be something where you adore the, the, the art as much as the game. Yeah, it's got to be it, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. That's, yeah, the, yeah, that's the tough part. Yeah, like, I mean, I really like Gears of War. I, I, you know, yeah. I don't need to see no. Marcus Phoenix. Phoenix Br- Brute Force. <laughs> the American cover of Eco, if you've ever seen that. Oh god, um, I don't know. Oh, maybe I do remember the American cover of Eco. It's so, terrible, so isn't bad. it? Which yeah. is so weird for us because 
that was the part of the appeal of the game for us because we obviously it's a weird game we didn't really know much about it and you look at the artwork and you go wow yeah like that box art for our version of eco was beautiful it's incredible and i remember it came in like um rough cardboard yeah it was a cardboard sleeve yeah and it had postcards on it in it didn't it like uh with the artwork oh god oh man that takes me back i was going to reach for my signed uh Signed cards, but I can't get them. I thought we were talking about showing off earlier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I was just going to say, sorry, I was just going to say, I think uh, because it would probably be the, the, although it wasn't the original coin op art, it would be the, the, the late great Bob Wakelin who used to do all those amazing ocean software computer game covers back in the eighties died, died a few years ago. He did the rainbow islands cover. Um, and that's like, one of, if not my all-time favourite game. So I'll go for wow. Rain- Rainbow Islands. J- James Farley has just sent me the Bruce, the Brute Force cover <laughs> art. I don't remember it being like that. Is that I think the, this, that's this may the be the American one. That's the American it, version. Yeah. Okay, have a little look, see if you can find the power. Because I've still, I've told the story probably a million times on this podcast. Um, but I, the, I, I still remember Blake Harrison of the Inbetweeners telling me You've got to come over. There's this new game called Brute Force. It's better than Halo, apparently. And I remember finishing it with my mate Dominic, him, and someone else. I can't remember who it was. Um, I remember that. Well, okay, all right. Stop Fumito shining. Later. Later. Oh, I'm, I'm afraid your camera's cut out. <laughs> oh, it's, cra- it's crashing. It's crashing. I remember okay. sitting there and playing it for for f- what three hours and completing it and just going, "Are you fucking having a laugh?" This is supposed to be better than Halo, is it? Terrible game. <laughs> Terrible game. Yeah, I found right, it. Okay. Oh, right. Okay. Let me have a look at the PAL version of the cover. Yeah, no, that's the version I remember. Yeah. God, America gets some really bad covers, don't they? They did. Famously so. They got the games earlier and they got them at full speed with full screen. But Yeah, I mean, you'd rather have that, wouldn't you, to yeah. be fair? Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. Would, but... yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, let's get to questions. Yes, okay. Um, so if you want to have a question, go to tcgs.co slash dear tcgs. Maria Mendieta says, dear tcgs Kobo e-readers, why are houses and RPGs so pathetic? Heroes usually begin their journey from their bedroom, but this place is often the most depressingly sparse piece of architecture in the entire game. Despite the amount of rupees Link gradually amasses, none of that wealth ever goes into getting better furniture or at least a chair with a cushion. Keep up the superb weekly output. Uh, that's a good point. <laughs> that is a good point. Uh, but hold on, wait. Heroes usually begin their journey in their bedroom. Mm. Well, I don't like think it's it. a usual thing, is it? Oh, well, I yeah. mean, like when when you wake up after JRPG you know, staple for, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Really? Mm. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was like the beach. It's always a bedroom. Um, no, there's loads of uh, loads of games where they wash up on a beach and go. Oh, I don't remember. There's a few of those, but it's more. But I can name. I can name a bunch. 13, um, uh, not to talk about RPG specifically, 13, Link's Awakening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, that one's all Death a dream, Loop. though. Deathloop? That's not one where you wake up on a beach? I was talking about JRPG yeah. specifically. Famous JRPG. Yeah. They're not, though. I'm saying heroes usually begin their journey. Oh, sorry, okay. Fair, so fair, I'm, fair, fair. I, I think it's when you wake up every day, it's often in the bedroom after, you know, resting to, you know, to repair your HP and, and whatnot. That, that's, that's what Maria means. 
Uh, what would assume? Uh, oh, Maria has actually specifically put why are houses in RPGs so pathetic? Um, I, yeah, I, I think because they're not you're not supposed to spend more than two seconds in there where someone gives you a little drop of information at the start and then off you go. Your mum bids you farewell normally, or your, or your yeah. dad, your your one parent. What's the best house? What's the best house in a video game? Um, probably the mansion from Resident Evil. If you clear, yeah, but if, no, you, if you don't clear, live clear there, the zombies, though. clear the zombies. You don't live there. It's probably it's probably um, gone home, right? What? I, are you joking? Gone I'm home? Not, as in like the kind of non-ghost story game where you... Like, well, well, why is it actually like a house, isn't it? What's yeah, but like it's the that? most realistic feeling house in any video nah. game. Go on. Okay. Nah, 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 nah. Step aside, boys. I've got this. Go Edith on. Finch is a nice house, apart from all the Edith death. Edith Finch is a brilliant house yeah, due to all the like, little cubby holes and little secrets yeah. and stuff. Go on, James. James, what have you Go got? On, Rio's house in the first Chemu. That was brilliant. Absolutely not. I knew you were going to say that. That's <laughs> rubbish. Brilliant. Come it's on, you, you walk in, you have to take your shoes off. three rooms. You can... You can look in all the all the little cupboards and everything. Mm. Oh brilliant. my god, was it Shenmue One or Two where there's a little platform in the living room mm-hmm. and every time you yeah, accidentally go to walk up it, you're treated to a cutscene mm-hmm. of him taking his shoes yeah, off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was it was it Shenmue Two? Yeah, no, it was the first one. First, first one. one. Oh god, that, yeah. so irritating. <laughs> the amount of times I'd be walking along because it's tank controls, it'd be like, no, don't go up there. Oh god, there's a cutscene of him <laughs> taking his shoes off. <laughs> I've got to watch a cutscene of his shoes. Just back some, some manners, isn't it? Just some manners. Oh, God, that was so bad. Anyway, I'd kill for a house like they have in JRPGs. The lovely rustic house with several rooms and a decent amount of floor space. You know, speaking as somebody who tries to exist in a rented flat in Brighton where the rates are absolutely disgraceful. Um, I would love an RPG house. Well, hold on, hold on. Right. You, Just move if you're up taking a house, you've got to take the stuff no, around no. it as well. You've got, to take, you've got to take the fact that every time you leave your house, some prick comes up to you and goes, do this. And there's monsters everywhere. Yeah, there's monsters everywhere. Oh, oh I can't find my apple. Can you find my apple for me? Eh, no. Fair trade. Leave, leave me alone. Well, you can just ignore me, but then you won't be able to, you know, get there's any There's normally a nice little anything. water wheel and a little river and some woods out the back. There is usually a nice little water church. wheel. Church. Two I don't guards need that, standing yeah, yeah, next to each other saying you're not allowed FF7, to come through here. We're counting Final Fantasy VII, basically, there. Yeah, yeah, or, or, the church, or, the water wheel. Or Chrono Trigger, or uh, yeah. Secret of Mana. Any, any or, other JRPG, yeah. Yeah, yeah, or, yeah loads all of them. Yep. Uh, yeah, and it is weird how... I love the way that they sort of gate these areas off at the start of these games where it's you're yeah, not allowed uh, to leave until you until you're leave, banished yeah, and then you're not allowed to go back in yeah. <laughs> my favorite my favorite when games do that is when your control it's like a third person game and you're walking around you walk down an alley and then they, they forcefully turn back around and go nope nothing down there yet i'm not quite sure i should be going this way so they turn around and start walking back it's like oh, okay Looks like bad news down old, there, boys. it was better in older games where they used to just go no like that, and then just turn you around <laughs> no. what, about, what about yakuza though yakuza does it with a big fucking no entry sign that comes out of nowhere doesn't it <laughs> Sometimes. Uh, right at the start, yeah, they do that. Yeah, they yeah. they go like, off no, some areas. Not yeah. bad, that mate. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I it's guess. Very realistic, actually. Very realistic. <laughs> so, uh, if I can well, no, reference the chat, uh, the Wiz Island has has come up with a great one, which is uh, it might be too old for you kids, but the little computer people on on Commodore sixty four. I don't know that. Uh, it was like an early uh, Sims kind of game where the idea was mm. you, it was it was it was it was called a house on a disc. It was by 
early Activision, the real Activision. And um, it was by David Crane and, and you, you booted this disc up and a house appeared. And then after a little while, there was a knock at the door and then a little dude moves in. Uh, and uh, like it's from there's a load of procedurally generated behaviors and scripts and names and stuff like this. And um, anyway, it's very adorable. I like it. Persona 5 had a good bedroom. There you go. Okay. Uh, <laughs> next, next. <laughs> SMW, at the Bang start gone. of Chapter 1 of Us Dusk Falls, um, there was a trigger warning for something that will occur. Due to this, I found myself playing differently, trying to figure out what would be, uh, who would be affected and if my choices could prevent or cause it. It spoiled the chapter a little for me. However, as someone who has had no personal experience with the thing being warned about, I don't think I could fully appreciate how helpful it could be for others. I was just wondering how you all felt when this occurred and if you have any ideas to bet- for better ways to still provide trigger warnings for those who want them without potentially spoiling scenes for those who don't. Um, uh, yeah. I, I I agree, yeah, because it says something that's basically going to happen, and I, I I appreciate there is a warning for people who could be you know sensitive to these kinds of things. So I definitely appreciate that, but I wish I, don't I hadn't think seen it's, it. it. It certainly didn't spoil it for me. I mean, it, 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 obviously, well, yeah, because I'm like, okay, well, this thing's going to happen. I'm like, who's going to who's it going when who's it going to happen to? Is it you know when? I, I, it maybe spoils the wrong word, but I was like, that is going to happen now in this in this chapter. I kind of maybe. Thought, maybe mm. I forgot about it kind of by the by the time I started getting into the chapter. I didn't forget didn't about, about it, it, but I was surprised by what it showed me. I thought it was going to be something else. Um, but 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 I think, you know, is it a case of where you boot up the game and it says, do you want trigger warnings? Is that the way of doing it? But the problem is, is that the trigger warnings are so different for different people and different types and, mm. you know... Yeah. I think there is something in settings to like turn these scenes off completely. I know you can do it at that moment when the warning happens. Um, yeah, so I appreciate them doing it. For me personally, I, I, I agree with SMW. I just kind of think, oh, okay, well, I didn't, I didn't want to know that. But it's good oh, it's yeah, in there. I, I, suppose, I suppose the answer is this. So I, what's more, what, you've got to weigh it up. What's more important? Um, you know, giving people a heads up that they might see something that might trigger some horrible uh, emotional experience. Or you have inside a little bit more slightly spoil. You know what I mean? It's like you kind Probably of the go, latter. Actually, the latter. actually, actually, thinking about okay. it. Yeah. <laughs> um, so okay, SNW's question was, how do you trigger warnings for those who want them without potentially spoiling scenes for those who don't? I guess I would probably do something right at the start of the game with, you know, here's the kind of content in this game. Do you want a warning for this kind of thing? Yes or no? And at the beginning, it's less, it's less to be like, hey, this is going to happen in this chapter. Oh, I can I say, see. yes, yes, yeah, yes, yeah, yes, no, yes, yes, don't care. Or actually, you know, that, that one particular subject, I don't want to discuss or yeah. you know, peer into. So maybe something at the beginning, but... Or maybe, like, even, maybe even like a, a, like a set, like a tick box system with a set yeah, amount I, of I things. Imagine that, some of those yeah. things might not even be in the game, but just, you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I I, I think I think it uh, for me. I'd rather just for me. I, it doesn't bother me that much. Uh, it certainly didn't bother me that much in 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 this game. So I'm willing to sort of go. Do you know what? Some people need the heads up. Uh, you know, I didn't really. Yeah, didn't really get to me. Uh, did you play it as Dust Falls, um, Leon? No, I haven't. This is the one with the sort of. Uh, it's a bit of a. a, a, a it's like a flipbook animation. Yeah, stuff. it's on Game Pass, mm. isn't it? Um, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, Alex seventy nine, who I know is a fan of both of our shows, uh, just wow. requested that we. Ow. 
Well, no, it's what? weird, isn't it? Because they I wish they're so we'd known different. that sooner. That yeah. kind of well, changes everything. He's really. lying about liking one of them. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. And that is Alex true. 79 UK, we get it. We understand <laughs> what you're saying. I'm winking if you're Matt, watching the video. Are you trying to wink? Do you know how to wink? wink? Yeah, I was doing I was exaggerating. He was the wink. surreptitiously. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I can he, wink, boy. I can wink. He asked us to wink. put As Dust Falls on our, our big old long list. So so that has been done. So I might end up playing <laughs> it at some point. Well, um, you've got three guests right here, Leon. So, yeah. uh, you've all, have you all completed it? <laughs> we are, yeah. We're going to do a spoiler cast on it, I think. Right. Um, it's just finding the time and energy. Yeah, uh, <laughs> but but yeah, yeah. Well, no, I highly recommend I'll it. Put Matt Murray um, on the on the on the spreadsheet for once uh, as he's finished. Thank you. <laughs> right, okay. Definitely uh, finished it. Should we go? Should we move on? Yep, Mister Baconator. Uh, what video game slash fake media food would you like to try the most? I know I can't get. I know I can get hot dogs in real life, but I would love to try the ones from Final Fantasy VIII so I can see why Zell was so mad for them. The food in Final the, Fantasy anyone, 15 looked answer. amazing, didn't it? Oh, I haven't played that. I'm not, like, I'm not into fruit, but the fruit in that Pikmin game. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yes, Pikmin fruit. Pikmin 3 fruit. Pikmin yes. fruit. Yes. 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 I want it all. And they I had brilliant names fruit. as well. Um, scaly Banana, scaly Custard was the Orange. name for avocado. Yeah. <sighs> Cherry. <laughs> Cherry. Yeah, look good. Plum. James. Uh, I want a penguin from James Pond 2. And Why? Because they, well, they you look can bigger. actually get those, you know. Because they're massive. Yeah. Oh, right. <laughs> penguins are shit, though, right? Yeah, they're not that great. What? They were good when we were kids, but they're really yeah. shit now. What? Tim, Tim Tams, wagon wheels. I don't get wagon wheels. No, they were always horrible. I know. I never understood they? those. Yeah, I, I never understood them. those. It was like, yeah. Why? wow. It just it just tastes like salt, your, salted yeah. wafer. What? What's your beef? Salt. Yeah, if they were salty, they're very melty the as well, aren't they? The yeah, they're fucking rank. I love, I love a wagon wheel. It's been too long, actually. Look, I don't know. Look, we're, we're getting shit in the chat, right? And I get that. chat. Chat's popping right now. With like, the, I, get, uh, I, get, I, I don't get like fruit. Are you big enough <laughs> for it when you say stuff? You get it sent to you now. So, like, if we keep saying wagon wheels enough, you'll get like not, a case. Not when we're saying it's shit. No, I no. Mean, Matt was saying it was good. <laughs> right, yeah, Matt might I, get a wagon wheel out of it. Yeah, uh, Mr. Sure. Wagon Wheel. But, 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 like. You know, I, I I get the whole nostalgia and say, hey, don't slag it off. Right, go and have one tomorrow and tell me it's good. Because you won't be able to because they're not as good. Maybe it's because back then they had way more sugar in them so <laughs> yeah, you yeah, could get yeah. away with it. There was and a, now, now you're you left they've with got salt in them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they just, just why we voted leave so we can get all the chemicals and sugar Finally. back in things, right? Finally. Yeah, for, for, for sure. Um, I, 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 like, for example, I think clubs would still be quite nice. Club biscuit. Do you know what I mean? Which yeah, ones though? Gold. What about the gold bars? Remember them? Do you know what gold was cool bars with are still those? Good. With, I had one with recently, the clubs, right? Was when you get one which was like solid, just chocolate yes. by accident. Where they it fucked was, it. He was no, like, yeah, yeah, I won, I won this time. You could have just bought a Yorkie yeah. though at that point. That is I won, true. I won the yeah. club lottery. Because <laughs> you, you, you imagine a fucking chocolate bar had an advertising slogan, it's not for girls. They literally had Zelda that. did that as well, didn't they? Nintendo. It, no, they didn't. Yeah. Zelda did. Yeah, Ocarina of Time, 1998. Whilst thou get the girl or play like one. Oh, right, yeah, that's... Jesus. Yeah, I mean, that's embarrassing shit, but... More but, recently, they had that girls' club as well, like, on as a YouTube channel during the Wii U era. That was really embarrassing and awful. 
God. Okay. All right. Um. Uh. Yorkie bars. We're talking about Yorkie bars. Fucking Don't hell. get what gold we bars muddled up with gold bears. They're very different. Uh. Yeah. Oh, what the golden bears? What the gold the, bears? The... They're little chewy bears, aren't they? Yeah, man. They're they're the business. They are the business. Right. Okay. Next. Yeah. Last question from Deadbeat Punk. Salutations, TCGS Cockenoids. I should probably Google that. That's probably... okay. <laughs> the, long, the longest territorial battles known to humankind have genuinely been between neighbours in too close of quarters. Dogs were leaving themselves in your garden, operatic domestic shouting matches, or accepting the dreaded Amazon package that they will come looking for at three in the morning. Which got me wondering, imagine you moved into your dream abode. Congratulations. All those years of sweating down in the mines and growing parsnips have finally paid off, only to have the caveat of having a neighbour from Hades living right next door. Which fictional character from any form of media would be your own nightmare adjacent arsehole until next time deadbeat punk oh, oh no this would be go on Duke Nukem can you imagine having him <laughs> next door to you what his parties going on yeah like parties and him just being like look how great I am all that it would just yeah, do just that, the that sounds alright to me yeah. that'd be alright has he always got a party to go to you want to go to misogynistic parties with Duke Nukem Dave oh yeah Ooh. why not oh no <laughs> Do you want to go to Washington now? <laughs> <laughs> uh. Um, a nightmare neighbour. Oh, I don't know. This is this is a tough one, isn't it? What character has wound me up more than any other character? I don't. There's not many characters that I could pick out of. <laughs> that would be oh, annoying. God. Massive yeah, turds. Never listening to yeah, me. exactly. That's, yeah, the garden yeah. would be a, a yeah, it's <laughs> fucking shit dog cat bird thing. Honestly. I love what? you, giant cat bird thing. I, I, honestly. <laughs> because there's no way that they would take the bins out for you. They, they, they wouldn't be helping you out. No way. They wouldn't do shit like that. They'd, no, they, yeah. wouldn't, they wouldn't know what's going on. And they'd just constantly poke their head through my fucking fence. Mm. Just stop doing that shit. Well, I think um, they crush the fence. <laughs> there would be no fence. So. <laughs> there would be no fence. How about, how about the character from uh, Zombie Ate My Neighbours? You know, the dude with the... 3D glasses. Oh. Just be constantly jumping over your fence using a <laughs> trampoline. Get on fucking get out. Waluigi. No. <laughs> Waluigi. Yeah. No, that's that's a laugh a minute, isn't it? Dunno. Oh, come on. Waluigi next door. I'd love that. <laughs> I would absolutely love that. I mean, he'd constantly every time he's out in the garden you'd see his head poking over the fence, don't get me wrong, but imagine the shit he gets up to at the weekend. Mr. Rissetti, the mole from Animal Crossing. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I that'd saw be someone a say one. Tom Nook and I thought Rissetti would be a good one, yeah. Rissetti, yeah, that would be a bad oh, one Oh, I know sure. who I hate. The, the, Go on. That fucking... I haven't sworn it. Somebody asked Whoa, me to swear... Jesus some, Christ, Leon! Some, I just realised somebody promised. asked me to swear on your podcast and I haven't done it. That fucking oh, kid can't. out of God of War. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what? He, what? He was a decent he kid was character. Right, he? He's one of the few that is annoying as hell. He's fine. Don't yeah, like he's him. one of the few that's decent. Annoying. Oh, you, you could really you have chosen don't like anybody, him. like for anything, and you go, that doesn't make it's sense. Annoying. He went well, he's one, he's one of the very few good children characters. He like, he's not annoying. He's got a good arc, Was and annoying. it makes sense. Bad what arc. About, what about Navi from uh, from Ocarina of Time? <laughs> Listen. Leave me alone. Just leave me alone. <laughs> what, what was the um? Uh, uh, do, uh, do you know Charlie started watching Ryan's World, James? 
You started oh, watching man, Ryan's yeah. Could you imagine living next door to that? Uh, Blue Lou says Trevor Phillips is a reasonable shout, isn't it? For... That is a good shout, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Trevor would be a bad uh, bad neighbour, no doubt. Yeah, no, I, honestly, I wake up in the morning and all I hear now is from the front room, Hi, Ryan! I saw, I saw one oh, of Joe's tweets about oh. that and I showed it to Chen and she was like, she's absolutely spot on with that. Oh, I didn't. I, I haven't worst. seen that. I need to check she's, that. Yeah, it's just, she makes your teeth. Go. Okay, I'm just gonna follow you around with a camera your whole life. That kid's got no. There's, there's okay. good. There's gonna be a lawsuit in the future with that. Oh my <laughs> god, there is, isn't there? <laughs> there is. Fucking yeah. fifty million views on most of their videos. Right, are we done? Uh, my what? answer would be the car from Sega Rally. Right. So <laughs> Which should one? we, uh, Lancia? Delta. Lancia Delta, yeah. yeah. He, um, he got a laugh out of giving that answer once, so that's going to be his default answer now for every question we get. That's Better believe the, uh... it, baby. It works every time. <laughs> <laughs> right, that's it. Um, Matt, let's get to the socials. Yeah, uh, there's going to be no streaming this week because uh, Sean's on holiday and James, you're away as well, aren't you? Yeah. I'm, I'm so, away. zero streams uh, this week. I just went on the subject of streaming. Um, it's Monday as we record this, and if you're watching live, it's Monday for you. Um, and tomorrow is Gamescom opening night live. Now, typically we would do a talk over for this kind of thing, but I'm not sure if any of you have seen kind of the lineup that even Jeff Keighley himself is kind of promoting. It's like the most uninspiring lineup. For I'm like not falling a, for Jeff Keighley's shit again. Well, no, no, I'm I mean, not but doing normally it. he's the hype man. And this time, I'm like, oh, wow, okay, Sonic Frontiers, some new version, <laughs> a game we've all, like, like Sonic hang Frontiers on, is this supposed exists. to like sell us? To, like, I, I kind of, we would normally do a talk over for these things all the time, but for me personally, it's just, I don't see this, like, a need to do it for this. So if you're wondering where I, you know, opening that live talk over is, it's not going to happen. Um, okay. So there it is. So n- no streams, um, but you can still go to Amazon and uh, thank you for everyone who's done it tonight. But go to Amazon, connect your Twitch account, and you get Amazon Prime Gaming. You get one free sub a month. Go to our Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash tcgsco, or on the app uh, and subscribe. Um, our patron is patreon.com slash tcgs. Uh, the bonus show will be out in the next couple of weeks. Um, and yeah, we'll be editing together this month's uh, Le Tournoir into a video that you'll be able to watch if you're at the appropriate tier tcgs.co is a website for links to our socials our episodes our gorgeous discord loads of amazing people over there and our store even to buy some tcgs merch leon thank you so much for joining us thanks for having tell me us about, it's been fun tell us about your your website yeah tell us about your podcast what would you tell, tell us about your little podcast cane and rinse that's c-a-n-e-a-n-d-r-i-n-s-e i still have to spell it because we went for the the opposite of a sensible title that people would remember and understand canerince.com also all of our old podcasts are available on spotify and all the uh, all the usual podcasting place best thing to do if you're not familiar with it i would say is uh, think of a game that you would like to hear some people discuss in some depth and at length and search see if we've done it and listen to that show first and if you like that one maybe pick some others out it's nothing like this podcast there's very very little banter no swearing apart from in the first 100 episodes when we did have swearing i remember i remember when i first went on the show and i was swearing and i, I, I listened to it back and it was all cut out yeah <laughs> yeah uh, like, oh, we, shit, we stopped yeah, swearing after that. 100 for various reasons not because we're prudes but 
for reasons. Um, bunch of fucking pricks. Bunch of yeah, yeah. just bunch of cunts basically. Up your own arse. Yeah, very oh, much not so. Not the c uh, word, Leon. Not the c. We, we don't say the c word just, on this. Show. Just want to get it out there. I'm showing off. Uh, yeah. But yes, uh, it's a yes, it's a deep dive podcast on individual video games or occasionally franchises and series. If you like. These computer game show people, you can find some episodes with them on as well, such as Star Trek Bridge Crew with uh, Farley. Uh, what have we had you on, Dave? We've had you on Left for Dead and uh, um, that miserable one about the war <laughs> some years yeah, ago. The, yeah, Spec Ops Online. Spec Ops I mean, Online. I mean, go and have a look at your download figures. The ones that spike, they're yeah, the ones yeah, I'm yeah. on. No, I've noticed, um, I've noticed uh, that. Yeah. I was going to say, actually, the, the show that I wasn't on, Matt, someone um, messaged in and said, what? word would you like removed from the english language mm. and my answer would have been either cane or rinse just to fuck them <laughs> over <laughs> well, we, do we could rebrand we could rebrand yeah. uh, have you ever thought about rebrand is there because it's a pun say? on the game right yeah it's a pun on the game yeah that is that, no one knows is or cares ever, about yeah have you ever got full actually should we call ourselves high else or yeah. have you just got along uh, i think it would be difficult now um, after ten years, and we've got the Patreon. You could never do that, no. No, but, I mean, yeah. should we try workshop a name the, at some point? The thing point? is, because when I, when I when I thought of it, it I thought it was quite quite good, quite clever. And then a couple of other people said, "Oh, that's quite good, quite clever." So we went with it. That's it. Yeah, yeah. We yeah. didn't think, "Oh, that'll be SEO friendly," or uh, yeah, people will actually understand. It's got to be it. SEO friendly, though, isn't it? Kane and Rins, I think that's... It, I think it's a it's a it's a double edged sword, isn't it? It's it's good in that it's it's not really like anything else other than the thing yeah. it's a pun on, but it's bad in that you wouldn't think. I know I'll search for a deep dive gaming review podcast, and you know so. But yes, you know, I guess people. We had the problem. Us... I don't know if you noticed, Matt. Yeah, we went the opposite noticed. way. Yeah, but, right. But I, I don't know if you noticed. Well, you must have done. But when, when there was a period where if you Googled the computer game show, Go 8-Bit was coming up all the time because <sighs> it was always the computer game-based game right. show. Like yeah. It was like that was like over-ruling uh, over us. But I think we've got we got through that now. Dara yeah, Brown, they're dead. Brian, You're still going. Yeah. So. Got cancelled. Yeah. You won. We're still I'm, about. I'm yours. Right. Um, <laughs> thanks so much for joining us. Definitely go and check out the Kane and Rinse podcast. Um, and uh, we will catch you next week for more video game chit chat. Thanks for living it, guys. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Bye.